This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. And we are both live. Power induced. <laughs> Welcome to the last word, episode number 51. And it's another glorious Friday night. <laughs> We're back in front of the campfire for some great looter shooter discussion. I'm extremely excited about our special guests. So we're going to get right into it. I want to introduce a Lord who has been one of the most consistent and passionate content creators within our entire Destiny community. Whether it be his detailed game guides, weapon DPS testing, and the owner of the most expressive reactions you will ever witness on live stream. Introducing the host of the Scarrow 9 YouTube channel and member of the Legion of Zer Destiny Clan, the recently minted Rivensbane, and the Lord of all mother chickens everywhere. Kind enough to make his debut within the realm of TLW. My man, Lord Scarrow9, how you doing, sir? Dude, that was beautiful. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm doing very well. Uh, it pretty Lord much puts a giant smile chickens. on your face, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I don't have a face cam right now, but I'm... <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty much talk, red. talk about those reactions. Woo! Like, <laughs> no goodness doubt, gracious, man. man. Absolute yeah. pleasure to have you, man. Absolutely. We're obviously thank you, thank huge you. fans. We've been talking to you for a while, and um, it's good to have you. But how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing really well, and it's great to be here for sure. How are you guys doing? Doing well, man. Bontis, I'm worried about him, man. How's he doing? We should be asking him. Oh, doing? man. So let's see. Had to orchestrate a day. Internet dies on me, so that switched things around. Not knowing <laughs> if it's ever going to come back. Literally get home from dinner. I get the call like from internet provider saying, hey, it should be back up. Get home. My rat, like my modem's showing green. My router looks like it got shot because it's just like two red lights and nothing else. <laughs> so then I go literally 25-foot like direct cord from the modem to my computer and mm. it's working so crazy day but we are here now so thank Pleasure. you all for showing up tonight and thank you scarrow for uh jumping in um anything i can do man i was like Absolutely. well a short notice i reached out like the schedule switched and it knew i wanted to try and get you in here and uh yeah short notice cognito likes to have some time for his intros but uh, i didn't give him <laughs> enough but he still crushes it as always <laughs> He did that no, to me I the mean, first was... time I was on ILP, and I was just like, "Dude, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't talk now because I can't follow that." We gotta pay respect to those in the community, man. We gotta pay respect, man. This guy's been doing it for a while, and I mean, obviously, you know, brief history lesson. You know, he was kind enough to uh, let us utilize the name as well, and um, definitely want to shout him out for that because uh, that's huge respect. You know what I'm saying? And uh, this guy's been killing it, you know, with the guides and everything he's doing. And I caught actually his, uh, one of his latest. Re response uh reaction videos to the drifter and i was like oh he's hype he's in the same space i'm at <laughs> so that's good yeah absolutely and no no problem about the the name uh mm -hmm. we did it for a long time but you know mm -hmm. it, it came time to pass it on to new people and you guys oh. are doing it justice and thank you sir. heck yeah good stuff good stuff much appreciated well, thank man. you very much that was kind of a lot yeah we were digging deep and they were trying to figure out the like the title and everything i about had Cognito ring my neck over it and stuff like that. And then literally the first thing, and I know you and I both know Pyro, Scarrow. Yeah. Um, 
we literally went out and I finally like went live with the name and he tweeted and he was like, uh, dude. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, Oh how did I miss that? And it was, we just hadn't gone back as far. So that was literally, I reached out to you as soon as I could. I was like, Hey, and you couldn't have been nicer, man. So I was like, yeah. I wanted to get you on here. You sounded like you definitely wanted to get a little podcast in when you can. So we're, we're really excited to have you in and glad we could make it work. Uh, for sure. For sure. Al Jr. Says he thinks no time to explain would have been lit. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. that's actually what we are the demo for the last word was called no time to explain and then i thought that was too hard to design a logo for so i went to the last word nice. so <laughs> there you go um <laughs> we, went, we went through a lot of that stuff too actually we were flashpoint which mm -hmm. worked pretty well yeah. for destiny and it was short and sweet and then all of a sudden we were like what would you find a clan or something with that name yeah actually there was a, a esports league and we're like okay, yeah. what yeah, yeah. we i had no idea and it was brought to my attention and i'm just like yeah we're gonna have to change that <laughs> <laughs> and then we thought i did a research and we're like oh man and then you know thank thankfully man you were so cool and ebon just reached out to you and you guys talked and you know because i was really banking on this one i was like oh man i really like this one. <laughs> i already and had then, all the decals designed yeah, and stuff I was, like yeah. i was ready to go and i'm like not again not again <laughs> and then you were like oh, dude scarrow's so cool he's just it's cool and, and to give us the mantle and let us use the legacy uh, you know it, it's really really appreciative man thank you so much yeah for sure for sure thanks for carrying it on like i yeah. said that was that you know you guys are doing the job and just keep it going keep it going pass keep, keep it going on <laughs> absolutely man what's All going right. on what's going yeah, on in the so, world what's happening oh, so in case you guys have been living under a rock or just felt like not <laughs> you know paying attention to the world of destiny caesar the drifter has exploded with the vidoc the articles there's so much stuff coming uh we've got a ton of stuff to talk about including shout out to hogla in your chat right now in ilp he had a great virtual le legality today so if you guys haven't checked him out it's h-o-e-g law um cognito turned me on to him and it was a great listen today talking about the um basically the bungee activision stuff a little more detail today so we'll get into that even later if we even have time i have no idea how long this thing is going to be we used to call this <laughs> flashpoint this one is definitely going to be hashtag long point so <laughs> Uh, but Season of the Drifter, the Vidoc dropped. We know about the different pieces of it. So without too much further ado, we're going to jump into it. Yeah, let's do it, man. Uh, so Season of the Drifter is a thing. Um, so March 5th, it starts. We all know that. And every player, Season of the Drifter will begin. You've got different stuff for all the people without the annual pass and then even more for people with the annual pass. The annual pass is the big stuff, so we are going to start there. Now, we're not going to go through the full Vidoc. We've got a lot of pieces to talk about, which we're going to cover the main bullet points on it, but playing a video, you guys can watch that on your own. Uh, but we're going to start and kind of go through this with the calendar first, and just as we hit a high point, we're going to kind of break down our discussions on it. So calendar will be on screen for a little bit for the season of the Drifter, and then we'll kind of hit each piece as we go. Um, first thing, Gambit Prime. I just want to get your guys' initial impressions on this whole new mode. Mm, let's start with Scarrow, man, because uh, he had the great reaction, so I want to hear. <laughs> so I was in a really weird place for this DLC because when mm. I was grinding for Dredge and I did it before the triple uh, mm. infamy and all that, I was sick of it. And so I was I was going into this DLC thinking like, oh, I'm not going to like this at all. And as soon as I saw those glowing armor sets, I was like, oh, Bungie has brought the bacon. Like I knew they were confident. They were new. Like they knew exactly what they wanted to do. And then as they started talking about the roles and just everything, man, it's going to breathe so much life 
into Gambit and, and the entire kind of community around it. And the fact that it's like a fast-paced one-round type of game mode, it's competitive. I'm just so excited. It looks rewarding. It looks like a lot of fun. And uh, to pull a player like me who was kind of sick of Gambit, like I said, I, w- I never wanted to touch it again, into someone who was foaming at the mouth for it, Bungie has done a fantastic job. I- I'm really excited. Yeah, man. I mean, I couldn't say it better than uh, this guy himself. I mean, shout out to the dude in the chat and and LP chat. You know, he actually made a good point. I was listening to those guys over there at Tower Talk, and um, it almost felt like you know the the evolution of like how uh, Trials was to Standard Crucible. It's kind of that evolution for uh, for Gambit, and I'm just loving, you know, the specified roles, and it was definitely a surprise. You know, I came in, you know, very low expectation coming in with the Drifter, and I know we're going to get deeper. We're going to dive deep into all the different things that are, you know, consist of this uh, content, but man, like, this was not what I expected, and um, we're going to get into the nine. I want to talk about that. I got a lot oh, yeah. to say about that, <laughs> and um, that surprised me, but um, yeah, man, like, just on the, the mode itself and the specified roles really change Gambit. And I and one last thing I'll say is the 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 urgency of the the one round. That definitely is gonna turn it up a notch. So yeah, I'm hype, man. I am hype. This is definitely a pleasant surprise. So let's get it, man. What you think, E? Uh yeah. I mean, I'm kinda like the way both of you guys were, especially you, Scarrow. Mm-hmm. Like you played a lot recently. I played some towards the beginning. And I think a lot of us had had our fill of Gambit. We'd gotten used to it. I think all of us had been hit by Queen Breaker enough. Halfway across, <laughs> I mean, you know it's true. I mean, it's one of the things they're hitting in the sandbox. But it was just that feeling of... And they. I think, I mean, either Miss 5000 or any of those people who like... And True Vanguard, when they go play in a vacuum with a set of weapons and it's not all the crazy stuff that can sometimes break the game, Gambit actually looks really fun. The trade back and forth, the invasions and all that stuff actually seems like kind of a fair balance. And then you have stuff where people, now they've played enough, they know the invasion spawns and things. Gambit was getting to a point where, especially if you go solo, it was brutal. Now, I'm not saying this is going to be any better solo, but it was the idea of (laughs) so much orchestration to where like the boss melting in three seconds was just not fun. So the mechanics Mm -hmm. coming in sound amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, Armor sets. I cannot tell you how many times I've actually oh, literally said those two words. <laughs> I thought about you, bro. I, I could only see your face when they oh. mentioned armor set with specific perks for roles. <laughs> like, I'm just like, you might as well be in heaven right now. This and is the that, type of stuff that I'm like, I've been waiting for. So absolutely. Sorry. Go ahead, Scarrow. Uh, sorry. So just with the armor sets, one thing that I was talking about yesterday is in addition to bringing that in, I think it's a really great way to introduce more parity into it. Because it, the way it seems, and I might be wrong here, but each armor set seems to only have one perk that activates whenever you are wearing the entire set. So that means, if that's true, that's that's a lot of speculation based on the fact that we got the perks that they all, they you know, they provide those buffs and there's only one of them. So if that's true, that means that you're going to have to either pick an exotic or to get that bonus perk as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, or like one or the other, right? And I think that'll introduce a lot more even playing field making it a lot less uh, focused on these kind of broken exotics like Shards of Galanor and Celestial mm-hmm. Nighthawk and things like that. And I think that'll be really good for the mode in terms of competitiveness as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, there's so much. To, and I, what I like about it, what they've done with this is that they've, they've, they've truly analyzed how Gambit has been played. 
right? Yeah. And you can tell with, with how these roles are constructed that they really look at, okay, there are guys that come in and all they want to do is invade. Or there's guys that want to sit there and all they want to do is just rush to the moats as soon as, you know what I'm saying, the match starts and stuff like that. And guys that want to defend. It's just so... It, it, I love the analyzation of the mode and, and truly given these roles and, and benefiting people who want to do those roles. And we'll get into the wrecking and all that stuff as well, too. But the, it's really good on Bungie's part. I got to give credit when credit is due. Like, I, I did not expect this deep dive. I, to be honest, I thought it would be something simplistic. I didn't think, you know, Season of Drift. I knew it would be some form of change in Gambit, but not to this level. So kudos to them. Yeah, this is definitely pleasant surprise. Uh, absolutely. I mean, the other piece for me has been the fact that you've got just a little stuff about the colors. Mm -hmm. If you're playing with people on your team and they're wearing a full white or a full, what is the invader set? The full red. And mm -hmm. you're like, you know what? Go ahead. <laughs> if you want to be the invader, but if that's like that, like non-communication communication, like where you, you know, not voice chat or say anything. You just look at that person and be like, Hey, they're going to invade. They've spent the time. They got the full set. Let's see how they do. Like, I mean, and let them go. If somebody's got the full collector, I might pull a little farther back and actually give them that role. So it's those little subtle hints to randoms that I think actually could help even randoms be more successful if they actually pay attention to it. But if somebody's wearing full white and they're the collector, I'm going to back off and let you kind of get in the mix a little more and play a role. And that's actually really, really cool. Real quick, real quick. What, what, what are you guys leaning towards? What, for you, per, each of you personally, like what, Scott? What are you leading towards? Okay, oh. look, I, I'm, I'm the the resident, uh, resident dick of my team. I like to uh, queen breaker it up, you know. Oh, so definitely that invader, man. All right. So the inside joke on the uh, the fire shout out to fire team chat. They had a great stream with uh, Deej and, and uh, Lars and another bungee dev. I've got her name, and uh, she called them like the red. They call them invader pants, and I almost passed out. Did you catch that? <laughs> Yeah, I did. It was hilarious. Like, well, you can have because they were asking if you can mix and match, and they was like, "Well, you can have your red invader pants," and they just wouldn't let the invader pants thing go. So Pharaohs <laughs> got his invader pants. Heck yeah, that's me. That's me. Yes. Yeah. So, what about you, Cognito? Oh, I, I, you know what's funny? I mean, shout out to Hulk Law. He's like, right now, is there a killer role like yeah, a guy that is. just shoots yep. enemy? That's yes, funny. and I believe is that the Sentry? I believe uh, no, the Sentry is the one at the bank. Sentry's the one at the bank, and then there's one that's kind of there's a that's kind of a, a stool roll. What I forget his name Here, now. Hold on, like, let me jump. Let me hold switch up, pages. Hold up. Yeah, uh, there. Slayer, the Reaper, the Reaper is what you're looking for. Clears wave, slay large enemies. That's the one you're thinking. Yes, of. like I'm the guy that when I'm 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 maintaining that area, but I'm more so more so to take care of everyone else's you know blockers that they they put up. So when the blockers come, wait, are I'm you holding the bank or clearing enemies? I'm clearing enemies more so. Okay, so there's two different ones. They literally like the Reaper, clear waves, slay larger enemies. Sentry mm -hmm. is counter invaders and protect your bank. I do a little sentry action, but I I think I'm more of a Reaper. I think yeah, because you know what it is? and I like to hoard the heavy. So the yeah, Reaper's me. <laughs> like I'm the dude that they get mad at because I'm next to the power brick. As soon as it's ready to spawn, oh, because I'm going to do my man, work. Me yeah, that's Thunder me. Lord, I'm going to go put some work in on the other side. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you are actually one who could potentially go half green, half yellow. And that's yes. what I was going to actually clarify for uh, Scarrow since um, yeah, there, are, there is. Yeah, the I haven't watched it yeah, yet. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So like, absolutely. And they, they dove deep on Fireteam chat. So it was nice. They said, you can go split. Now, the full, complete color glow crazy, that's if you go full set. And there's a pinnacle perk that you can get. Gotcha. Like, 
So yes. there's a pinnacle pork that you get by wearing them all. But if you go half century, half reaper, you might be kind of a mix or like a hybrid. And it's still mm-hmm. possible. You just may not glow as much. But the color will be there. But just like the chroma glow from D1 won't be quite Ooh. as vibrant. Okay. And you don't get the the major perk for that yeah, either, Yeah, so I don't right? know. I know, for example, one of the really high cool perks, like the collector. There's the collector. I don't know if it's a pinnacle or not, but you can hold 20 motes. And you can mm-hmm. basically summon a... I joked on Twitter. It was like big booty, uh, big booty blocker, but it was, uh, yes. but it was like a giant blocker. And she said jumbo blocker, and they're like it's giant blocker. And she's like either way, like the extra one that nobody else gets to. So I don't know if that would be pinnacle, but it sounds like it would be. I th- yeah. I think they would be. That does sound like a, a definitely good one. I think I tweeted all four of them earlier today. I'm trying to find it. Um, yeah, they just sound crazy for sure. Mm-hmm. And that oh, that's so exciting. And think if we get like stuff like this for raids in the future and whatnot, See, like that's the oh, type of stuff. Oh, now we're talking. Yes, that's the evolution. That's what we wanted. That's what we thought we were gonna get when uh we you know when Destiny 2 launched, and we thought we were gonna get more evolution of specific roles that help with specific modes. I just want to answer a quick question because whole whole glow had about colorblind modes, and yes, they are being addressed yep. um within this. We're gonna get into that when we get to the twelve, but uh yeah, they they definitely thought about that as far yep. as the uh, colorblind ex- accessibility absolutely did uh, mm-hmm. and shout out to Bungie again hitting stuff like that that i don't even think it's of incredible so. that's yeah. amazing always very good accessibility in their games um, mm-hmm. anyways back to we'll get back to this page <laughs> don't worry <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Thank gambit you. prime is you, who wants to break it down uh scarrow or cognito when you guys want to break down the actual mode i know we've been like ranting and raving about our excitement about it but what is it (laughs) break it down man all right so gambit prime is like if you took trials the sweatiness of trials Mm -hmm. and the sweatiness of gambit and you made them have a baby and you just took the most concentrated one round form of gambit where it's just 4v4 with specific roles uh you know everyone can pick these armor sets that you get through the reckoning which we'll probably go over here in a second and uh, they give you these extra perks and they'll help you fit into your role a little bit more um but there's some changes based uh off of the general gameplay of regular gambit so for instance uh the invader can now steal moats from the other side Uh, like i mentioned there's only one round and that plays a big role into it as well um and then the boss has raid like mechanics where you have to work with your team to really take that down that boss as quickly as possible so it's not just like a who has three storm um collar warlocks anymore right yeah who's got the geomags who has the shards of galanor no it's it's gonna be more like hey we need to what which mechanic did we get this time assuming there's different mechanics for the two different maps maybe not um and how do we conquer this to really get the edge on the other team and it essentially the way i'm looking at it it's gambit but instead of more um it, it's a little bit more pve focused than the regular gambit I, I would I kind of am leaning towards that might not be true in the final build. We'll have to see. Uh, but it definitely seems like they're leaning more towards the hardcore PVE on this one with uh, a very important PVP aspect as well. That's going to be more reliant on a single person or maybe two people if you build your team like that. Um, yeah. Yeah, man, it, it, it's really exciting. I, I love the the aspect of the the mechanics of a boss, like you said, like you know something where it just doesn't come down to okay, you know, melt fast strategies, you know, kind yeah. of thing. You're gonna have to work together. You know, again, everyone's got specific roles, and then the cool thing is you have the options. You know, they showed it on stream, like. There's gonna be some teams that are just gonna be like all invaders. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's I mean? terrifying, by the way. 
<laughs> and the cool part is just, you know, like you said, you, one of the cool things again, you know, you, before the match start, you see the other team, you get to face almost like a, a fighter's face off. So you're going to get to, and okay, wow, they got, you know, two centuries, they got a Reaper, they got, you know, and it's just going to have this whole little meta within the game, you know, and it, it's just really really cool and and again i just want to emphasize again that one round right one round yeah one round because one of the biggest complaints you know about gambit as much as we loved it and i got a chance to debut the uh the role at uh e3 last year shout out to uh sean finnegan salute him i'm supposed to give a shout out he's uh he's moved on from a fire team chat great guy i got that was who i actually got a chance to play gambit with for the first time you know when they revealed it early and we were like, this is great. The only negative was just that the matches tend to go long, right? Mm-hmm. If it's a three match, and now we know they've made changes. I believe last, um, the last where we did last uh, week, uh, e, that they talked about standard gambit. Now third round will be boom, you know, just the the, the primeval spawn, and you just go, right? Yep, yeah, but it's a sudden st- death, basically. Right, but still, in general, the mode tends to take long. When I'm doing my milestones for the week, I'm like, man, these gambit matches three, okay. Yeah, can take like 20 minutes. I mean, that's a long time for anything. <laughs> Just especially yeah. if you lose, if you're going for, especially if you're going for infamy, you spend like 20 mm-hmm. minutes and I'm at like a two round, go for three, maybe some mm-hmm. one of them's long and you mm-hmm. lose. You're like, oh, yeah, it's, it's yep. kind of defeating. Yeah. Now, the real question is, is there going to be a meatball 2.0 for Gambit Prime? Yes. I, I honestly think there's going to be a few of those. <laughs> On on the stream, they mentioned that. Um, Goodness gracious! Dang it! I should yeah, watch it. I'm sorry. We'll fill you in. You're gonna just be we got hyped you. up all night long. We're just gonna keep filling your head. This with is so stuff. exciting. Yeah, man. Shout out to Steve Ray, you and those guys. They asked specifically, you know, because of the fact that you know Meatball was kind of specific to Gambit. You know, they said actually, as a result of Gambit Prime there will be more of a chance for it to spawn there for people who have missed it. And then, oh, the, but just the regular Meatball though. Um, that they didn't get specific did they did they say okay so they they clarified the ascendant primeval meatball uh yes is going to be an even spawn for regular gambit like literally Mm -hmm. just in there along with anything else so you'll see it a lot which will be good um but gambit prime the bosses are going to be all of them are going to have more mechanics to them they state i don't know if they're different bosses if the meatball is one of them but they all said there's more mechanics and they didn't say raid like kind of stuff but it's there's definitely more mechanics to them i forget the actual terminology but they definitely mentioned more mechanics a little bit of a puzzle figuring out trying to take these guys down it's just not melting it which sounds exactly like what they needed to do mm-hmm. absolutely man it, it's just so cool I, I cannot wait oh so much to talk about then we, we even get the reckoning we, we got stuff to talk about I know. <laughs> but i was like hey i warned everybody up front it's gonna be a minute yeah um, so yeah, Gambit Prime, uh, one around, one boss. Now this one is a hundred moats. So it's not 75, so it's definitely more. Now the other thing that they talked about in this one is you can lose moats. Mm-hmm. Your yes. bank can actually start lowering. And in the podcast, they clarified yes. if you have more than, I think it's if you have two blockers up, you can start losing, like yes. losing moats out of your bank. So if more than one is up, you mm-hmm. can definitely be in trouble. So that's where having that collector drop that jumbo. And then if you throw a, like a couple goblins in there and they got that shield thing going on, that's mm-hmm. going to be trouble. So, um, and then on top of the collector being, I don't know if it's the collector or invader, maybe being able, being able to also sound like they could help like 
steal mm-hmm. notes from the bank yeah, as well. Yeah, the invader can steal. Uh, yeah. So I think his his super or his super perk or whatever mm-hmm. actually uh, allows him to count as a blocker. And oh, so wow. when you're when you're in there, you count if there's another blocker, you're helping speed up the rate that they're stealing the most. The cool part about this is that. As an invader, you can have a dual strategy. There's no more just, I'm going to go kill Guardians, right? Mm-hmm. Like now, I'm... you can just hang out. What if I'm a Titan and I <laughs> put a it, bubble, on the, bl- oh, bubble see, on the bank? I, I, you're evil because that's all I was. I was like, all I'm scared of is like these Titan bubbles in full force. Like I'm, I'm, I'm worried about the fun police, man. And they now <laughs> teams can't hide in the back of the map because and if they do, they're just going to sit on the bank. Because that was my strategy, Sparrow. Like I would, as soon as I get invaded, I'm like, where's the nearest tree? Let me hide. Let me pull out. You know where they at? You know, kind of thing. And then kind of hang out. I can no longer do that because from my understanding, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Just their mere presence with that perk as a blocker uh-huh. Is now draining moats. Yep. I think, yeah, so, if there would be two, one more there. Then, yeah. one, if there's one more blocker on the field, yeah. Yeah, so if they have one more blocker on the field and, and that strategy, that destroys my whole gameplay loop. I have to come out of hiding. I have to go get you. <laughs> it's, oh, this is going to be fun. But it also feels <laughs> like a different change for the invader to not keep running into spawn camping. You're honestly more incentivized to actually sit on the bank and hold that thing down. So yeah. there's yeah. a lot of different play. You could just honestly, if you're a good sniper and people are like worried about hiding and there's mm-hmm. a couple you know, blockers sitting on there, you just being in there for 30 seconds is now pulling back like those moats, which is all you have, just your presence alone can do stuff depending on. I'm already devising some uh, warlock strategies against you. E. I'm already, oh, no. I, got some, <laughs> I already got, got some mental warfare going. I think what I'm gonna have to do with you Titans. Oh, we're going to need a well <laughs> radiance on the left side and the right side. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm like, there's going to be a lot of wells of radiance for sure. We're going to need our own Titan bubble, like right in the middle. So we bro, can't enter it. I just bring running. out my Izanagi's burden and still shoot your head off. Oh, those are fighting words. Cataclysm and skull, bro. I, I got to stop you guys from, from hanging out. <laughs> and, and that's, I was like, and I'm hoping that this will bring Gambit back. Because so. like, yeah. from all of the excitement that we're all talking about right now is the exact opposite of how I felt lately. I'm like, I haven't looked at my Gambit three matches for the week. I'm like, Mm-hmm. I was like, and now I'm like, uh, this could be fun. And I'm just hoping they have, and I'm uh, my two things. One, mm-hmm. I hope they, if it is, if people find stuff that is broken, they're mm-hmm. fast enough to change it. Not the usual three month cadence or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, I just hope it lives halfway up to the hype of this and then it'll be fun. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. 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 Absolutely. This is. Whew, good stuff, man. Let's get let's get into this stuff. Let's get into the rest. Uh, so what happens when you finish a Gambit Prime match? So while you're going through Gambit, you're going to be picking up, doing different things, whether you finish the match as a victory or they said there's other things that might do it as well. You get something called synths. Mm-hmm. And those are going to allow you to go into the Reckoning. Um, so the Reckoning is Cognito Oscaro. I'm going to pass it off to one of you guys. <laughs> yeah, like this is cool, man. First off... You know, I mean, let me give uh, Scarlet some full disclosure. <laughs> um, I'm a big Osiris fanboy, right? So when Trials of the Nine was introduced, you know what I mean? I wasn't the biggest fan from a lore-wise because I felt it should have been Osiris' event. But um, to see them utilize, to see the lore utilized in this fashion and this reckoning where you kind of go within the Drifter ship, I believe. Now, they still have to explain the connection on how it almost looks like 
the trials uh map <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I, I have to explain that i don't understand we're in the ship but we're in you know kind of the nines area but whatever and um it's like this insane it almost feels like horde mode meets escalation protocol with just madness yeah and a little bit of crota's raid right with just pure waves and and mechanic and then on top of that they're throwing a timer mechanic right yep. mm -hmm. so the tension the difficulty they're going to tear this thing out along a couple of weeks and from my understanding the way the game gameplay loop works is that as you complete that that's what gets you that gear to then go back into gambit to be able to utilize those roles and stuff so it's like you know playing gambit prime going into the reckoning you know going back and forth and there's this gameplay loop of that so this is very interesting i wanted to know sky like was your feeling when you saw this whole reckoning deal so i just want to start off by saying like you must be excited for this because the first thing i think that you mentioned last week in mm -hmm. your show was yeah. that you were dying to find out what was inside the drifter ship yeah. and it was like the first <laughs> thing they showed us so that's that's pretty funny but yeah. i i would look when they showed the drifter talking to the nine oh. i i was just <laughs> What you can't do that? Like, like that's not how this works right now. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, I was real lost. But really <laughs> so mm -hmm. I guess they're pulling some curveballs on us. I don't know how that makes because I was I was all dead set like, oh, the drifter is a bad guy. You know, let's mm -hmm. well, you know, let's be on his team initially, but we're gonna get him or whatever. Yeah, uh, and then they throw on the nine, and it's like, oh man, we can't really screw with him. But in yeah. terms of like the reckoning as as a game mode, mm -hmm. um. I'm excited. I, I've got a lot of really high hopes for this, mm -hmm. and uh, especially with the three different tiers. And I'm hoping that there's some rewards that they haven't showed us yet. So we know that there's obviously these armor sets that come from Reckoning, all the Gambit Prime armor sets. But I'm hoping that there's some kind of like top tier end game ish ones, mm -hmm. like like cosmetics, like a like a Ghost or Sparrow or something mm -hmm. that um, maybe that would traditionally be associated with like a title or something. Um, maybe there's going to be a quote unquote Petra's run version of reckoning tier three or something. Oh, okay. um, I think that would be really cool. The, the one thing that's really going to make or break reckoning for mm -hmm. me is how do they really differentiate it from the mm -hmm. haunted forest and festival of the lost. They seem to Ooh. have very, very similar, um, mm -hmm kind of ideas behind them the difference is being the reckoning looks a lot more fast paced that could just be a little bit of kind of marketing magic or something mm -hmm. um but it wonders we know that yeah um but it, it just you know if well, I, i'm excited for it it looks fast paced they did exactly um compared to the the lanterns part of curta's raid uh curta's end excuse me and so i mean that makes me really excited i'm just i have to wait I, I, we haven't seen as much about this, so mm -hmm. I don't know exactly how to feel about it just yet, I guess. So, hey, where, where are you at with this whole thing with the, uh, with the reckoning? Um, well, for one, this is one of those things when Bungie's like, hey, because we were talking even last week. I'm like, where's our information? I know it's going to be close to. We're going to get our information later. It's probably just going to be some Gambit stuff. And then, bam, a completely new PvE horde mode. I was like... And once again, give me something to think about. So that alone, at least, was a nice step because nobody had a clue this thing was coming. Not right. Gambit related, completely separate. Nice little loop to tie mm -hmm. in. Um, it's match made. All three tiers mm -hmm. are, which is good. Mm -hmm. I like the idea of the when they hit the Crota's Raid Horde Mode Abyss section. That was one thing that has me happy because that the feeling of that mode is exactly how a Hive Raid should have felt. 
Like that's yeah. the way that started. And I was like, that's exactly how that would go. You invade a hive base. Guess what? 6,000 thrall come at you. Good luck. Like mm -hmm. that's how that would go. And this looks like stuff spawning out of the walls, constantly flying at you, bigger stuff behind. And if it's just like a mad rush and that's like kind of when you talked about haunted forest was mm -hmm. kind of a worry as well. But from what I'm seeing it, I'm hoping it's not the, sections and the demons that you have to knock out that it's just this either constant wave or stream and you're trying to get to the bosses where it's a more continuous thing not these like chunks where it's yeah. just like a bigger longer thing so right i don't know how how long do you guys think a reckoning round would be i'm trying to figure out how long this thing actually would be oh yeah. man it's, I mean, if it's that fast paced, you, you got to imagine a round can't go for more than 10 minutes, right? Like it, there comes a point where there's going to be like the return on action to fun is very asymptotal. Like it, it'll, it'll level off eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, man, I don't know. That's an excellent question. Actually. How long, how long was lanterns? Would you say probably a five to seven minute encounter without cheeses? Probably so. Yeah, yeah so somewhere around there. I think that's a pretty safe bet. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, tier three might be a little bit more crazy than that. It depends yeah. if they had like checkpoints and stuff. It seems like it's it's a, mm -hmm. you know, tier one you're supposed to do in one sitting. Right. So, yeah, five to seven minutes, maybe a little bit longer in higher tiers. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, because I mean, it, it, like you said, there's that there's that point, there's that sweet spot that they have to hit. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, man, I mean, it, it is so interesting to me to see how that part is handled. You know, and they're definitely linking these modes. They they want that gameplay loop to be, you go into the wrecking, you come back to um to Gambit Prime. So yeah, I, I would say like that, yeah, five to seven minute mark should be kind of the, the sweet spot. And, you know, cause anything too long, then it becomes, you know, we, we're getting into like, okay, is this, we, we're gonna be doing like a, you know, <laughs> Strike or something like that. Like it's like we turned it into a mini raid. Be like, hold on. Yeah, it's just like shattered throne now. Protect like, me. I gotta wipe the sweat off my hands real quick. I can't yeah, touch my controller yes, anymore. So. <laughs> Twenty minutes exactly. later, my heart is just beating out of my chest. Like I cannot do this. Exactly. <laughs> and then one last thing is, you know, again, back to the law. For me personally, like this is my hope. E, is I'm the biggest Osiris fanboy. My hope is even though Osiris, they made this statement and they said Trials is not coming back within any type of near future, which saddened me. I went on a crazy rant, Scarlett. Like, you don't even want to know about the rant. <laughs> I, was, I was in my feelings that week on the last one. <laughs> but, um, you know, what this gives me hope is that he could come back, you know, whether it be D3 or whatever, because they are clearly associating her chick with the one sock that i will not name <laughs> you know, the emissary i finally yeah, looked up her name i had to look it up i was like what the, the hell's her name sock. one sock okay yeah, so you said sock. one sock i was actually looking at the picture trying to figure out i was like i saw it and i'm like what the hell is going on with this whole one sock thing because you weren't wrong and See? i was honestly trying to figure out but no i was like here's the picture i've got <laughs> so it actually doesn't look like a sock it looks like her foot had like frostbite like yeah, yeah. she actually has toes down here <laughs> So I, I like I don't understand what's going on with her. I was like, I was going to the embassy when I played trials. I'm like, what's with this one sock bit? <laughs> I'm not feeling this chick. And I'm like, where is Osiris? I don't want to talk to you. This oh man, don't get me started. I'll go in another one sock. That's awesome. I've, I can't believe I've never noticed that before. <laughs> I really didn't pay that much attention because I only did trials like twice. Oh, one sock. Beautiful. But anyway, that long story short, all jokes aside, like I love that they're tying this to him. Like Scarrow said, you know, maybe the Drifter isn't this evil, you know, like this this master plan going on. And then we've also seen her during um 
was it Curse Week, right? She was with in, in um with the, Mars, in Mars throne. Yeah, throne, yeah. yeah. So it, it's a lot going on with this, and I, I just like her over there. Stay in Gambit. <laughs> get out of my trial. I loved it. And then now we're getting March. Uh, Hashtag 15. my trials. Oh my God. That's my trial. <laughs> <laughs> like, then oh. March 15th, we get her again. Invitations of the night. Yes, separate away. You know what I'm saying? So give my man a chance to get his redemption, his glorious DLC the way it was supposed to be. I'm getting hyped for that aspect too, man. So this, this is ringing personal <laughs> narrative bells for me. Oh my God. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm <laughs> so, yeah, so basically on March 5th, when all this stuff goes down, we're going to get Gambit Prime and Reckoning Tier 1. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get Gambit Prime Map, New Arcadia. So mm-hmm. we've got the map, which I believe New Arcadia is the Mars one. Is that right? Yeah, it sounds about right. Good core. Yeah, yeah, because uh the Titan one on March Titan. 12th. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Titan. I remember that one name. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it is, it is Mars, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so those two come first, and tier one, they said, is going to be, I guess, like, maybe, I don't know if that's going to be, like, your class item in your boots, but they said you're not going to be able to get the full set of Gambit Prime armor until tier three comes out. So I don't know if you get some pieces as you go, if you're kind of building up to get to tier three. I'm not sure how the, like, level, you know, the slow release of this is actually going to come out, because we've got March 5th, tier one, March 8th is tier two. A couple other things we'll talk about in a second. And then March 15th is Tier 3, so even a week later. So it's the following Friday mm-hmm. uh, for Tier 3. So mm-hmm. I don't actually know what the distinction between those are going to be, how the armor pieces are going to come back. Like, it sounds like on t- on Reckoning Tier 1, like during this first couple of days, you're not going to be able to get a full set of armor unless I'm mm-hmm. crazy. Does that sound mm-hmm. right? Yeah, sounds about right. I mean, it makes sense as well if they follow the same type of thing that they were doing with Black Armory. It's true. Um, which, which I'm totally for, by the way, uh, mm. kind of leading us along like that. It, it would be a good way to keep us doing that. And, you know, to kind of add to the replayability, um, make it so we kind of have to farm for these because they seem like they're going to be pretty static roles. So this is something you guys can clarify for me. Do you get one piece of armor that you can apply any of the four roles to? Like the Gambit roles? Do, do Oh, you yeah, take it? yeah, you take it because okay. I'll tell you what I remember afterwards. So <laughs> basically what they said is you're going to get synths of a specific type. So you're going to get like a sentry synth and then you take it into the reckoning. You try and make it all the way all the way to the end and you like put it in this little like portable bank, they said. And then if you finish that reckoning, I don't know which tier is going to get you the armor. But if you like run in with the reaper, the reaper synth, then you if you finish it, then you have a chance to get that reaper armor. So you actually pick which one you want to try for when you go for your reckoning run. But they are knowledge. four individual armor sets. There's four sets, correct? Yeah. So and yeah, I, don't know, I mean that and makes I think sense. It's going to be so literally that's twelve sets with three characters. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> and so if that first week they only give us, let's say they follow the traditional order that they set up for us in Escalation, where it goes class item, boots, arms, chest, and then helmet. Yep. Uh, every week, you know that, like you said, that's six pieces of armor. To mm-hmm. farm for every week until the third one. Um, right. uh, no, oh my gosh, it's even more than that. It's twelve per yeah. per week. Oh my goodness, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, you know, this <laughs> is amazing. Now, we got to clarify something on perks. I got a question for you guys. Um, what, the way they made it seem again, correct me if I'm wrong, was that the perk set they almost like you can pick a path. As far as for the, like I said, certain Gambit armors on on certain perks. Is that confirmed or, or is that true? 
So basically the way they stated is because you'll have, um, you'll want to wear an exotic somewhere in there. Everybody's going to want to wear one. And they said there's a way to either, I don't know if it's put a synth into something or like buff something up a little bit more. It sounded like you could still have your full pinnacle perk and still wear an exotic with some combination of these elements or synths or something. Right. Because my understanding is that because they say, like you said, like there's going to be people who like, hey, I want to wear an exotic. If I break up the set, so to speak, does that do I lose, you know, the perk functionality? And the vibe I got was that the perks operate outside. Let's just say, for example, I don't know, I'm just making up theoretically like it was in the consumer's pool section or some separate section that once you acquired the gear and you pick the perks, it's in this section as opposed to on the gear that if you take off the, the chest piece or whatever, that you lose a perk. That that was the way I understood it. But is that how you got it? E? Like, how, how did you guys get it? Uh so I think I think you would have to equip them to actually get like the benefits, mm-hmm. you know. And it sounds like if you did split too much, like you mm-hmm. know, if you went half Reaper, half Sentry, you couldn't mm-hmm. get the Pinnacle perk. But it sounded mm-hmm. like if you had four, you still could get the Pinnacle and maybe use one right. exotic. So it's going to take a pretty decent set. But my guess would be you're probably going to have to equip them since gotcha. everybody's wearing them. I don't think you're going to have like this, you know, synth stat or something like that. Now there may be okay. a stat somewhere. Maybe they change the UI or something like that, and you'll actually mm-hmm. be able to see like unlocking perk trees or something like that. I don't know for mm-hmm. like Gambit, but I do think you're going to probably have to have to have them equipped to even have a chance to do that. I'm just not sure how right. the the extra benefit from something works with an exotic. Yeah, absolutely. We got to get clarity on that. Yeah, man, this is this is exciting. This this is really cool stuff, man. I'm I'm loving them finally tackling armor with the same level of detail and intensity that they're so good at with weapons, right? Yep. And, and weapon perks. And we've always felt, I mean, Ibantis is, I, I feel the man is on the island, man. He's been championing <laughs> this thing for armor so sets, long. Armor sets, armor sets, armor sets, armor sets. Armor sets, armor sets, armor sets, man. And, now and, if we and, can just get our exotic armor catalysts. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Here, you speak, preach into the choir here, man. Preach into the choir, <laughs> man. Preach into the choir. Trust me, we, we, we definitely are in the same boat, man. So this, <laughs> this is cool. Again, pleasant surprise. Didn't think, didn't expect much from this and this this is really cool direction agreed Mm -hmm. uh so gambit prime map two uh deep Mm -hmm. six that one is going to be on titan and that thing looked like it had conveyor belts on it do you guys see that in the video Yes, it, it did. Like so it was, was kind of like the old school Mario Kart map <laughs> where <laughs> yes. one, one side would be going backwards and one side would be going forwards, except mm-hmm. this was left and right. And I feel like that's that's gonna be a a mainly a problem if you're strafing away from the bank to get away from an invader or something, it's really going to throw off your aim. I think that's going to be a very interesting dynamic. And another thing is how does that interact with stuff in the map? Like if, if If uh, traditionally things like ammo blocks and stuff, they kind of like sit above those sort of moving environments. Mm -hmm. But if they made moats on those conveyor belts go around, I think that would be a really kind of cool little extra detail. That that could be really cool as well. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the enemies would move with the conveyor belts of all. Oh, that's another thing as well. Yeah, just have man. If if you were worried about invaders, you could straight up have a strategy where you kind of use grenades, solar grenades, to push like an ogre on the outside conveyor belt and just have them like rotate around the center. (laughs) Yo, the visual on that is hilarious, bro. (laughs) That'd be awesome. Pro strats. I'm copywriting that. That's my. There you go. Zero <laughs> nine said it first, right here, right, it right down, here. Somebody. I called it. <laughs> uh, Eight fifty-eight p.m. March first. All yours. 
Um, so yeah, we've got a new map then, which seems apparently by our thoughts of just the moving conveyor belt should be interesting. Uh, and then we've got the Reckoning Tier 3 on March 15th. I'm skipping one thing. You guys know why, because it's a pretty big, different topic. Yeah, yep, yep. March 19th, we've got Legion's Folly. That one looks like it's all over. Where would that one be? So I guess the two new maps are going to be New Arcadia and then Deep Six. And yeah. then Legion's Folly and Emerald Coast look like the two old maps. Yeah, yeah, they are. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, so you got the one on Nessus and then the one, obviously, on EDZ. So mm-hmm. we'll have four Gambit Prime maps, uh, but two are brand new, of course. So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Um, and then all maps available on the April 2nd. Private matches will be available for Gambit Prime as well. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you guys think about a private match for Gambit Prime? Hmm. I or, mean, or Gambit, either one. Like, Do you find... Any incentive in that? Would you even just go around in there like solo one by yourself just to see how it goes? Like <laughs> Wish 15. <laughs> <laughs> solo flawless um, Gambit Prime. Yeah, I mean, the way they broke it down on stream was they actually said that. You know, they said you could actually do it solo. They said, I don't know how invading would feel because if nobody else <laughs> But um, they mentioned that on stream. I mean, listen, Gambit's a fun mode. At the end of the day, you know, if you want to get a couple streamers together and, you know, do that stuff with just a bunch of your butts, listen, the option is there. As far as Prime, the way they explained it on Streams, Carol, was kind of like, they want to keep some newness to Prime, so they're not going to have it, the private match of uh, functionality available initially because they want it to feel new they want it to feel special especially those uh those new maps so um it will eventually you know get into there what's funny is i'm not the biggest private match guy even though i respect the feature i'm not that i don't want it there so it's probably not something i'm utilizing but again fun if a couple streamers want to get together and say hey man you know our squad the cool thing they did mention though is um you the stuff that you had issue with e which they talked about was um mm-hmm. tweaking you beat me to it but go ahead oh okay i said i'm reading your no, mind no, no, okay you it's, it's cheated the ninja we on the same that's yeah. how we do <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you know the thing is i, I thought about you man because it was just like literally everything you've been saying about how you feel you know the invader could be tweaked he's a little bit too you know a little too extra so to speak so i'm gonna give it to you because i know that's something that definitely um you was on your mind how did you feel when you heard that yeah, I mean, that's the type of stuff that I don't know if people are going to try that or if it's going to get used that much. Because, again, what I would prefer, and this is actually closer to it because you can change some of that stuff up. Mm-hmm. Private matches is one thing, and that's why I don't really care about Crucible. Mm-hmm. If they ever in Destiny 3 put in custom games, then we're going to start talking about some things. Because mm-hmm. that's the what they're kind of teasing with the private matches for Gambit Prime is you can turn off the invader vision or turn down the number of like high value targets that we're running around little Mm -hmm. tweaks like that are actually going to change the feeling of the mode. And I would just love to see more, even more depth on that is basically what I'm going for. But just the fact that those are there seems kind of cool. Would I probably use it outside of being like, Hey, I just want to see what it's like to shoot stuff. Or if you want to test, you know, damage numbers on game, like, you know, in primevals and stuff like that, you could do that type of stuff. But I mean, Honestly, I don't have a giant group of friends that I'm going to go run like, hey, let's go, you know, Gambit <laughs> tournament or something. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't yeah. have that group. So. I'll be neither, yeah, I'm just saying. Well, what about you, Scar? Are you like a, a private match guy? Like, how does that interest you? So, not traditionally. In Destiny 1, we used to get a, a bunch of friends together and just mess around in, in sort of private matches. But it's never been – it's more of like drought content, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. I think Bungie was going for here, and I think it's a really smart move, is – 
if I, I think they realize if anything in Destiny is balanced enough to hit that esports scene, it's Gambit mm-hmm. Prime, uh, Gambit or Gambit Prime, and uh, adding these additional rules. Um, uh, this is a classic Call of Duty move, being able to change certain mechanics on the maps and of the game mode and that sort of thing. Um, I think I think this was kind of a hard bank by them to try to gain more of that traction, which they should. That's a very smart idea. Um, and if it can even get a fraction of the competitive scene that Trials had back in Destiny mm-hmm. 1, uh, that, that'll be huge for the game, which, of course, I want to happen. So I'm mm-hmm. glad this is in the game, um, especially with like Rockstar doing the... Uh, Gambit competition earlier in the year, and um, I think uh, I think Lucky and Buttwipe ended up winning that mm-hmm. um, and that sort of thing. And so that that already has some uh, notoriety to it. So if they can keep pushing it and and maybe trying to get some of that scene in there, um, I'm happy for it. And I think you know I'm not probably going to utilize it, um, but I think it's a fantastic move for sure. Absolutely. Side note: uh, Spartan Hunter had asked, um, "Who are we all picking for the Allegiance quest?" I hadn't got there yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's ready. He's chomping. <laughs> so, um, Gambit Prime Reckoning, two huge, two huge pillars of Season of the Drifter. Honestly, sound really cool. Like, definitely cool loop, armor sets, very nice tease. And then towards the later part of the Vidoc, there's a quest coming. <laughs> that certain quest we talked about. <laughs> and guess what? It's the gun that everybody loves to hate. Thorn's back. It's no shock to anyone, obviously. Um, and they said the Thorn Quest starts, so potentially Ooh. over time. Do you guys think time gated type situation? Oh yeah, it seems yeah. like a weekly thing for sure. I think mm-hmm. absolutely. I, I would I would assume so. I mean, when when last word, you know, kind of they kind of brought it out at a certain t- time periods and a cadence. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of put it in a. What's the what's that uh, exotic they kind of did like that? Um, it was in Warmind. It was the Polaris. They might go that route. But again, they have to be careful because the community has been very vocal about time gating. So I got to see, you know, how they handle it. But uh, let's get to the gritty, man. Thorn, the infamous Thorn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they asked on streams, Garo. You know, I believe, shout out to Stephen Ryu. I believe he asked, because he's a huge Thorn fan, right? He's like, Will I be able to two tap and walk away? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> and they would not either confirm or deny. Oh, that's so no! 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 I don't want to throw them under the bus, but I'm just saying that again. They, I know there's a lot they want to hold on to, so there's a chance it may not. But they, they, they were very reluctant to answer. So, uh, listen, this is a very polarizing weapon. We yeah. all know the history of the thorn. And uh, it's fun, exciting on one part, but then there's the other part that's like of me that thinks, okay, <laughs> what's the dude? This, yeah, like what's the dude this wears off? If if it's D one potency thorn, ooh, the sword <laughs> will be lit in the crucible. Scarrow, help me out, man. What you think, man? Man, we have too many good hand cannons. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say that. Okay, I'm like, is there another class of weapon in this game, or does this is this is why him? I got excited when people started realizing that the thorns that they were using in the last word quest were scout rifles? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm all for that, man. Mm-hmm. Okay, as in terms of like in all reality, I don't know. I think Bungie's learned a lot since Vanilla Destiny. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, it obviously took like nine months to balance, and that was the worst. I mean, it was the best, but it was the worst kind of thing. It was a very raw feeling crucible. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I don't know, man. I just, I know I'm, I'm dreading. I, I like, I really want to be excited about it, but I know the moment I hop into crucible and I see just this dart fly across the room, hit me in the face and my, gr- my screen starts flashing green. I'm just going to turn off my Xbox. Like I, <laughs> it's like, this like PTSD, get this yeah. out of here. Yes. Uh, now, what about the, the main, the main things too, we have to understand, right? The, the obvious, the obvious thing is the damage over time. Yeah. The dot, yeah. Right? Yes. Dot, and then we have, it was a two, cause I remember when they nerfed it and the two things they talked about it in the sandbox team was again, OT and the fact that, you know, it pulled you from the fight. You weren't able to regenerate health as well as the enemy knowing your position based on the DOT yeah. and your screen going, you know, green, yep. you know what I'm saying? So it was just all these things. So again, like Scarrow said, one would think that in this new crucible meta, you know, that Bungie has to come up with something. If they're going to bring this thing back, because it's kind of, I don't want to say it's like ice level, icebreaker level broken, but <laughs> it's, 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 it's definitely up there. It's something you have to be very careful. So I wonder how they tackle it. I'm so curious because in my opinion, you cannot bring D1 potency Thor. Like to me that it, it would get real disgusting quick. Thunderlord feel right now. But that's a great weapon in PvE. Right, I'm not saying it's that PvP. It's not right? terrible in PvP either. I don't, I don't feel people are running around like, damn, all these Thunderlords is out here. Well, you know, it's not the only thing to use, but I definitely say I love using it. So yeah, I love it too. It's a, it's a fantastic weapon. But yeah, it's you like, know? well, okay. Here's the other thing though: if you have this level of like love, hate, diversity over, but it is an iconic weapon, yeah, you can't come back weak sauce. Either. I, I agree. I agree with that. It has to compete with Luna's, okay. and, but it can't destroy the game mode, you know? And I agree. I mean, they brought back, um, there was some we- weapon, I was ready. Uh, they brought back a weapon for Destiny 1, and it, it was nowhere near as good. I'll just use Jade Rabbit, even though yeah, I hate yeah, that thing in Destiny oh, 1 yeah, too. Yeah. But, I mean, Jade Rabbit, I think, um, before the last patch especially, uh, to me, and I, I got a lot of hate for this, but it was mm-hmm. by far the worst exotic weapon oh, in yeah. Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a classic case of you can't bring back an exotic. He's exactly right. And mm-hmm. it'd be underpowered because what's the point of bringing it back at all? Like, especially something this iconic. So as much as I hate to say it, it has to be powerful. It has to compete with Luna's. But mm. oh my goodness, like. <laughs> be careful what you ask for. I, 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 know, I know, I know. Because here's the thing. Shout out to Lord Zero in the chat. He says, Thorn equals cancer. Go <laughs> 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 to chat and let Jay Fonzarelli. What's going on, bro? Yeah, I mean, you guys are right. Uh, in the sense that if you're going to bring this back and you're making a quest, this gun cannot be trash. This gun cannot be mediocre, right? But I just feel it has to function different like it has to it has to if you're going to give the dot and, and, and that type of effect maybe you make it some type of a skill weapon you know with headshots or something but two body shots walk away bro like ooh, make it more focused on range to counteract the last word because they're supposed to be kind of like opposites yeah, point, so make point. it a slowest fire right hand cannon mm-hmm. still give it the dot but give it, make it max range or something close to it. That mm-hmm. way it has an edge over the Lunas, over the last word. But mm-hmm. that way, because it's a slow rate of fire, you still have the ability to balance that out from a, a yeah. sandbox perspective. That's okay. 
that's my insight. I'm not a game designer, though. No, 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 no. You talking sandbox. I get excited. No, I like that. What you're saying is, well, Thorn is almost the epitome. I mean, excuse me, Thorn. Last word is the epitome of the rundown weapon. Like, I'm going to run you down. If you're in close range, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. pretty much got. Where you're saying Thorn is that opposite, where I keep my distance. You know what I'm saying? Maybe make the rate of fire slower. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. you have that. Yeah, that's interesting. It, 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 it'd be interesting. And it would make sense lore-wise, right? Because we know that's the counter gun, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? To each other kind of a deal. So what do you think, E? Like, what do you, how do you think they handle, man? Um, I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm literally, it's it's going to be a delicate line. I mean, I'm with Scarlet. It's like, <laughs> it can't be trash. Otherwise, you literally, like, it's sacrilege to the lore, to this giant hype up they had with Last Word. The giant, the little cinematic, all those pieces. It, it's going to have some build. <clears throat> you can't go through like a long quest line and get this thing and be like, well, this sucks. <laughs> it's not going to happen. You can't get the final weapon and be like, this is terrible. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Now, you my curiosity. Rabbit. <laughs> no, definitely not. That is that is a terrible, terrible weapon. Um, but I'm honestly curious about the lore because you have this dude talking mm. to the drifter when they're sitting mm. at the table back and forth, like playing drifter poker, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, this dude with like the weird hunter mask holding last word. And everybody's like, who the hell is this guy? What mm. was that? Not the guard. You think they're trying to set up some shit? What's his, what's his name again? Uh, so they, it was originally okay. labeled as a stranger, but they changed it. It's the shadow, the shadow. Now, the mm. only reason I know that shout out to some of you guys on Twitter, um, Ooh. Sometimes when new releases or content comes out for Destiny, they'll release a like art pack. Mm-hmm. And Deej tweeted out, for those who want content creators, you can download the pack. And you've got NPCs. You've got the Drifter, the Emissary, and the other one is the Shadow. That's this guy. So he actually is an NPC. So there's either going to be some lore, some discussion with this dude. I don't know if he's going to talk, but him and the Drifter are sitting across from each other at a table. So something is going on. See, that's really interesting because it could be an NPC, but what I just noticed, mm-hmm. and I, 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 you know, that that's very possible and, you know, shadow fits into the shadows of yours and stuff. But mm-hmm. what I just noticed is like every piece of armor he's wearing looks like a piece of armor we can get, which traditionally mm-hmm. isn't what an NPC wears, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Mm-hmm. See, that's uh, what I thought initially it was our character, right? I thought, I, I, yeah, I did too. I thought it was a guardian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But uh, the name fits in with, you know, being like I said, the shadows of your, and he yeah. he clearly said that he's not a your anymore. He's uh, he said yeah. that to the the emissary of the nine. Mm-hmm. So uh, it makes sense if he's coming back to hunt him down, or I, you know, either way, look at it, it, it could make sense. Educate me, lore guys. <laughs> um, uh, you might want to call Bife. Hold on. Yeah, I know. Let's get Bife. <laughs> get a Mylan game in here. Like, where's Shin Malfer and all this? Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm confused. He retired in the quest that oh, we went on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he, yeah. yeah, he gave us the last word and he was like, I'm out. <laughs> okay. long, 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 long story short. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just, I'm just curious with that. Okay. Cause so now, and then the, what's this whole shadow guys deal? What's his business? Well, I don't know if anybody knows that. Yeah. No we knows. don't know. Yeah. He's yeah. Brand new. Is he, do we have any inklings that he's in? enemy of the drifter like where, where are we i mean he's pointing him? a gun at him so i well, yeah, <laughs> probably would, not completely I, on good terms yeah yeah okay all right, all right. this is very interesting to me shout out to zero he said yeah shin malfer had enough <laughs> <laughs> he's like i'm out here you go take over my mantle <laughs> take, take it he's like I've, I've killed enough people it's your turn <laughs> <laughs> okay shin wow good stuff man it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting man Don't for come sure back. 
It'll be interesting. So yeah, giant divisive quest and gun. We will see how that one pairs out. But mm. I always enjoyed Thorn a lot more than Last Word. So you may hate me, but uh, I suck with Last Word. So if I got to use one of them, it's gonna be Thorn. <laughs> Hitting the easy button, ain't you? Hitting oh the yeah, easy. hit the easy button. Huh? <laughs> You know, that's with you. <laughs> the other, so the other thing that happens on the same day, we get the beginning of our allegiance quest. Mm-hmm. Now, they cover the allegiance quest a little farther uh, once we get to the season of the Drifter page, or no, that's actually on the Twab, mm-hmm. uh, right here. So the allegiance quest, previously forecast as the Joker's Wild weekly quest, mm-hmm. will invite you to choose between, and we're going to answer your question if you're still here, Hunter. Between the Vanguard and the Drifter, pick a side to progress through the quest from their perspective. The pledge is character-based, so if you have more than one character, you can play both sides. But if you only have one, choose wisely. Mm -hmm. I guess so here's the question. Where are you guys going? Man, dude, well, here's the question. Who's not picking Drifter for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to say, like, <laughs> I don't anything but Drifter. Like. That's where the story's going to be, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's the interesting stuff. Um, I, You know, I have three characters. I think most, or all of us probably do. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely swing by. And it, since it's a weekly quest, you know, you can do the Drifter side and then immediately do the Vanguard side week per week. But come on, Drifter has to be the first side you do. <laughs> Hold on, Daryl. What you mean you Vanguard all the way? At, wait a minute. How dare you? Like, after the whole thing with, with, with Kate and... Nah. Man, Kate's dead. Let, let, it, let it go. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, listen, we ain't letting go Zavala's reaction. You know what I'm saying? Or non-action. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Zero. Loyalty can't be bought. Oh, my. Listen, man. I don't know. Someone said block. Yo, they ain't going crazy over here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I, okay. Well, you know, yeah. the renegade seems cooler. I, he's just, I, I also don't trust him, but that's where the fun story is going to be. Something's going to go wrong. He gets a gun pointed at him at some point. So yeah. can't be too bad. So <laughs> let's, let's see. Uh, let's, let's pick the drifter first, see what happens. And then uh, circle yeah. back around for the boring story, you know? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> interesting man let's see i'm curious is anyone doing the vanguard i gotta know i mean that your entire chat is (laughs) (laughs) who's doing it man let's get these chats up who is Uh, doing the vanguard that's what i need to know i don't see anybody doing vanguard so who are these people (laughs) i don't know i was like i mean i'm gonna do both yeah but i was like part of me is like my pve type guy and stuff like that I thought about leaning Vanguard until you said the Zavala thing. I'm like, yeah, I gotta go Drifter first. Oh, not forget. No, no, believe me. I was like, I was like, oh, I'll talk to Zavala, see what's going on. Uh, but yeah, second character, I'm just gonna do both. So I mean, it's not that big a deal for most of us. And honestly, with um, we can talk about this now as well. The bounties for the character boost. So if you only do have one character, now is literally wait till this comes out the best time to get a second character up, so you can see the other side. Because Ooh. he's gonna have bounties, and you can get to six forty in like Ooh. a couple hours. Praise yeah. Osiris! Let me get that's, this one. That's crazy. Let yeah, me get. So what do you guys think about these power surge bounties? Oh, this is what I'm. T- with, like this is perfect because again, like Scar, like I literally made the transition to from uh, Xbox to PC. Okay. And um, literally, I made it right before the launch of Black Aubrey. Oh. 
Right. right. So, so put yourself in my position. Like, I have all this time, me and E do a podcast together. You know, we want to play Destiny together. I'm like, yes, I'm there. He, he specked out a crazy rig for me. I, I put the money down. I'm here. And then day one, I'm like, damn, I can't even touch that kind <laughs> Like, yeah, I don't feel bad. I was leveled and I couldn't touch it day one either because it was so <laughs> freaking difficult. Yeah, but bro, it, it was so crazy. And it just like, and I'm seeing him struggle and he's already at, you know, Max Light at the time, you know, for the D DLC and stuff like that. And then we all we all know the infamous uh, stealth nerf of, um, well, not stealth nerf, but initial nerf of um, one day nerf. The one day nerf of the Forge because everyone, we all admit the onboarding with Black Armory was terrible. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, it just wasn't accessible to the masses. And you had this content there that, you know, a good chunk of the base, you know, post Forsaken still couldn't touch. So to see this kind of stuff, and again, according to the stream, the way they said, you can knock this out in like an hour or two. They just want you to do varied activities. That's you know what I'm saying? Like, a public event or two, like a couple yeah. bounties, that's two pieces of 640 gear. Like, a strike yeah. can kill 50 enemies. That's two pieces of gear. That's like... I don't know, 30, 40 minutes, and that's half your stuff. Like, it's going to go quick. This is what I'm talking about. Because, again, the problem Destiny, in my opinion, always has is because of the DLCs, you know, it, it, there's people that the hardcore are going to be so far ahead. And I have friends that will see a new content from Destiny, like, man, that looks cool. Can't wait to grab it. But then day one, they can't even play with us, right? So this is cool. Because here's the thing, E. I got, I got Lord Atticus coming. He's getting his PC next week. Nice. Sinister's coming. He's got his PC already. You know what I'm saying? Like they're hyped for Drifter. So when I, I try to get them to play now and they're like, dude, I'm not trying to do all those quests again. I'm not trying to, you know, power level all the way up again. Like they, they, they almost they were willing to buy a spark of light if Bungie offered it. <laughs> Remember Spark and Light? They just you just pay for it, and then you're like you're you're maxed at at the at the level of the DLC. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But oh um, yeah, man. So this is cool. This is so much needed. Great response, in my opinion, to Black Armory and the feedback that they received. And I just can't wait because my friends will actually be able to play the Drifter. You know what I'm saying? Web season of Drifter with me, and I'm excited. But what do you guys think, uh, Scarrow? So yeah. Um, he's like, oh, I, yep, next move. Yeah, on. all of that. I mean, you you <laughs> pretty much hit it perfectly. <laughs> I I I'm not. I you know I you couldn't pay me to transition to anything after I've got. I don't even like checking my time on Destiny Two. It's kind of gross if you ask me. Like, whoo, too minute, too much time. But I I just couldn't even imagine losing all that but for people who do or people who you know took a break because i know black army was very uh end game farmy and people you know a lot of people might not like that some people might be more of the uh sort of what this expansion is going for where it's more do this activity a couple of times and get your power rather than do it over and over and over and over and over again to get this piece of loot or whatever Absolutely. uh so that some people might have checked out and uh you know this is a great way to get them back into it um but yeah, I, you know, it's a. I this is this is Bungie being confident, and that is something I love to see. Absolutely, real quick, just gotta pay the bills real quick. Shout out to Lord Philip Carlisle. Thank you so much for the ten dollars super chat. Hey everyone, shout out to the realm. My thoughts for Gambit. They need a spectator mode where you can bet glimmer or shards on different teams. What do y'all think? Oh, that's <laughs> that actually be, really cool. That'd be a fun uh, tournament thing to do for sure. Good, good way to get uh, match recourse. Oh yeah, that should be that. Yeah, too. <laughs> Yeah, man, but this is cool. This is I, I'm, to be honest, like low key, like 
the power surge. That that was the highlight of one of the biggest highlights of the DLC for me. I'm not even gonna lie to you, man. Like I was so excited to see that. I, I couldn't believe that they were gonna address that. So I'm pumped, man. I'm bring I'm bringing some PC boys through, man. So we gotta have a crew. Yeah, it's like honestly, it just it gives the people if you're like, hey, pick up Destiny, you're like, oh, I don't want to grind. Well, you do these like eight bounties, you'll be right next to me. Oh. It makes, that, it makes you, especially like if you can get the Forsaken collection, the only question is I don't know if these are for everyone or if they're for annual pass or not. I'm hoping they're for everybody, which would be oh. a smart way to do it. It's the only thing I haven't seen clarification or I may have missed it. I just right. don't know. Good question. Um, mm-hmm. for an, oh, right. Never mind. It's literally right here. I thought I read it. For well, annual pass holders, the rest of Season Drifter packs and new combat specialties to embrace... The new challenges, like Season of the Forge, the journey will roll out over time, but the Drifter has plenty of action for players to experience. If you if you think your power is low and you want to get caught up to the rest of the community, see the Drifter to complete his new Power Surge bounties. They're enough to bring you up to 640 power. So it is in the annual pass section there, but it's almost like uh, in a it's positive be for everybody from it. Yeah, because the light, the light increase is for everyone. I don't... That's that's really weird where they put that because that's very ambiguous. I agree. Yeah. Um, so it's like I just want clarification. If they're smart about it, it's going to be for everybody because everybody gets up to seven hundred anyway. And if mm-hmm. I'm going to go play a gambit match and you're going to want to have a chance in PvP, you're going to want to be at least six forty because these people are about to be seven hundred. So mm-hmm. that's going to go fast. But yeah, if they're for everybody, then you know they crushed it. That's the only piece I got. That was the only yep. thing I saw. Um, yeah, so those are actually going to be really cool, nice way to jump up and see what the heck is going on. Um, so before we get to some of the everybody stuff, we got one more thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. Invitations of the Nine. Woo! So Woo. Uh, how much have you seen about this one, Scarrow? So I I know uh, you get <laughs> something and then you take it to Zer. Or well, it starts to Zer and then you do it and then he gives you another bounty <laughs> and that's what I got. And, yes, oh, and, well, and he gives you a one-time quest. That I know that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Invi- Invitations of the Nine, once upon a time referred to as the Xur Bounties, which is at least they're going to give Xur something to do on his little tree posts and hangar mm-hmm. platforms and stuff like that, will be an exploration of the Nine and the mysterious place in the universe. The path mm-hmm. begins with Xur on Friday, March 15th. I'm literally out of time, so I'm going to lug my computer up where I'm going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which sucks, but... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, two dogs, one computer, and a partridge in a pear tree. Annual pass owners will be able to pick up an invitation of the nine from Xur. Once mm. the objectives are completed, it will be transformed into a bounty called Into the Unknown. These will be available to complete once per character, similar to the bounties you get at the beginning of Forsaken, for completing an activity with a full gear set. Mm. So, just as if you had to go finish a strike with a full vanguard set. Yep. Mm. Week over week for nine weeks, you'll collect new lore and powerful rewards. So, the important thing for me here... Mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, we can do the Queen's Throne over and over again week after week um, and get that new lore every three weeks or whatever. But the rewards aren't exclusive to that. So the only reason we have to do it is for the lore. I would really like mm-hmm. for there to be an armor set exclusive to this where you have to complete these bounties mm-hmm. and you get it. And it, I, I don't care if they just repurpose the Trials of the Nine armor set. I mean, hell, the, the Trials of the Nine Season 2 armor set is my favorite armor set of all time, especially mm. for the Titan. It's beautiful with the ornaments. Mm-hmm. So if if we could get those back through this, give me incentive to do them is what I'm saying. War is awesome. That's that's great. But if you're offering powerful rewards, make sure they matter. That's mm. that's what I got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cognito, what about you, sir? 
Yeah, this is interesting. I mean, we we definitely um you know talked about it again. This was known as the you know the Zer bounty kind of thing, and we we all feel that he really had no function at outside of you know me being a noob on PC and looking forward to him every week because I had no exotics coming over. <laughs> um, you know, he really doesn't have any functionality for the hardcore. So yeah, let's put him to use. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm cool with that. I'm in agreement with Scarrow with what he said in reference to the, the gear set and stuff like that. Um, I want to reserve judgment only until I see this kind of stuff. I want to see it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, 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 it's one of those things. I mean, it sounds cool, but unfortunately, Zer doesn't have the greatest reputation with me with things <laughs> they've done with him in the past. You know, he's been through so many iterations. They've tried so many things, Nightfall stuff. And, you know, it, you know, the poor guy just needs a legit job that is worthwhile. So Hashtag well, get Zer a job. Get Zer a job, man. Get, you know, make him useful, you know? So... We'll see. In theory, it sounds good. I do like the connection with the nine. I, I love that stuff. I love him separate. I love nine separated from my child. <laughs> so this is all good, you know. And we'll see, man. I, I'm willing to give it a shot. I'm open minded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all got. Oh, shout out to said Fred in chat. By the way, welcome again. Um, nice. Twitch Prime sub for five months. Thank you, sir. Um, very much appreciated. Welcome to the evening. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, me too as well. We've got Zer having something to do. I mean, as I'm literally giving Zer a hard time in your chat, he's up there. He's like, those leaves and nests don't pluck themselves. I'm like, yeah, Zer's up there literally trimming trees right now. That is what's going on. How y'all gonna call him the, the gardener, the trim, the, the tree trimmer? <laughs> He stands in his little tree on Nessus, and I go up there, stand on the tree, talk to him, getting shot by Vex down on the ground, and he's yeah. just sitting there. Like, I can get shot. How come he can't get shot? Apparently, <laughs> he's got tentacle face. He can't even get damaged anyway. He's uh, We don't know what he is, but honestly, if he's an agent of the Nine and we get to know more about the Nine, this has been five years in the making, and finally we get to know more about all the, where he comes from. <laughs> finally. So... I still want to know why she looks like the... Well, she's the emissary of the Nine. He is an agent of the Nine. We still don't know what the hell the Nine are. So, yep. Because she looks very different than Tentacle Face, and they're still not related to them. So maybe we'll get to see a little bit more. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Still very curious. Still probably not the Space Doritos. That's probably D3. Yeah, we got a while. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, in case you haven't realized, we've been unpacking a lot of stuff here, but there's more. So we have something called Arc Week. Now, before I say anything, because I'll put my video out there, I'm sure you did yours as well. Um, I want to get Cognito first and then Scarrow. I want your guys' ideas what the hell this is. <laughs> I don't know how. I, I literally, you're asking the wrong person. I literally don't know what this is. I was like, we all just going to whip out Thunderlords? And what? what <laughs> I don't know what this is. Arc Week. Like, I, I'm not trying to be dis- I just don't know what it is. So I'm trying to be, help me, Scarrow. I don't know, man. <laughs> It, this is this is really difficult because you know where's Solar Week, where's Void Week, why Arc specifically? I what does this mean? That question to Deej, sir. Um, yeah, like why are we <laughs> Solar Week shaming? It, it's, it's just so odd because like oh maybe all Arc weapons do more damage. Wait, but then you think about heroic strikes and daily story missions. Once every three weeks, that already happens. Or it actually is on the daily rotation now. It it's it's the singe lasts for a week. okay yeah so they still do then okay cool um yeah so they're on a weekly rotation anyways so this thing has to be something special uh you can't can you just celebrate (laughs) a a type of light like that's yeah 
That's so what? What is happening? Are you gonna be walking around the tower and and you're randomly gonna get just like obliterated by lightning or like what's gonna happen here? What is this? Um, I don't know. I hope it's really cool. I hope it's you know. There's so many cool. I don't want to get too excited, but it has to be something cool. Can we get like a an arc? Aura effect if we do something during this week. Does this count as a live event? Are there going to be exclusive triumphs? Is just just like a a, a weird um you know, I don't want to draw too many comparisons, but maybe this is like Destiny's mini version of a cataclysm from Anthem or something like something odd has to happen for them to to draw it this much focus my biggest fear is it's going to be something really dumb mm-hmm. i'm really hoping it, it's crazy though yeah, it's i, like I just don't know what to think everywhere and you go into a raid and you have a singe i'm like but i'm with you i'm like what 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 are you doing for one that was the first thing i tweeted out to either Deej or cosmo or dylan one of those i was like okay so first off what is this and two what is it where, where is solar and void week like yeah. why are those not on the table first off because <laughs> Either they're going to be in the next season and this is like a trial of something weird. But also I'm like, okay, as you said, we have it on. You can put a singe on a nightfall. Okay. You can go arc on the three-week rotation. So what are you missing? Like Gambit and Raids and Crucible? I mean, if you're just going to have arc do more damage everywhere, it's just everybody's going to use arc weapons for a week. But it still seems... Very, yeah. very weird. I don't I don't understand. It, it has to be something more than that. See, I was thinking modifiers first as well, but it just... That just it why? Seems, yeah, it seems kind of useless. It yeah, has. I, I don't know. I mean, it has to be something like shadows. It's almost feel like it's like arc weapon appreciation week. Like you're just gonna, everyone's gonna have to like the coil out, just thunder Lord. Like it's just so strange. It, it's very strange. And I just want to backtrack to one thing that we haven't seen on this uh, list. I know we still got one more to go for April 16th, but um, I was a little surprised. Maybe not too much that it wouldn't be in the drifter but what do you guys feel about um faction rally you know like what where are we at with that like what's what's going on like you know we, i mean we 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 know it's not completely eliminated like how you know trial- like, shout out to lord king currently it's in the bushes on fire <laughs> 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 i really don't know honestly because faction rallies the and they also haven't mentioned the catalyst with faction rallies yeah like yep. can i get ever the um the what you call it the graviton lance catalyst yeah, so maybe like that. that's what arc week is maybe we get all the catalysts for all of our exotics that are have arc burns mm, maybe <laughs> I, i'm just i'm trying to think outside the box i know there's a zero percent chance that that mm-hmm. happens but you know it's it has to be something creative like that it's yeah. just so weird yeah mm-hmm. it's just random so random and weird. I completely agree. I, I'm now like, you know, very excited to know what the hell it is. But I'm also tempering expectation because when I see free to all players again, I'm like, mm, you know, how cool is it really going to be? You know what I'm saying? So again, tempering expectation, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, if they just electrify the tower, that'd be cool. It's a giant, that'd be really cool. Be I'd, be, <laughs> I'd be I'd be fine with that. Like I said, if there is a one in a hundred chance that every time you took a step in PVE, you got just obliterated by a, a lightning bolt, I'd be fine with that. Call See, that, that. Shout out to Anthem right there, by the way. Those yeah, lightning, they, lightning strikes yeah. coming down when weather's going. And you hear that. <laughs> you're like, where is it? Where is it? And you're like, crap, I just got smashed. <laughs> 
photo, right? Zero has some theories. He's like, okay, what if there's going to be a new live event with a special weapon as a reward and that element changes? So maybe a solo week down the road and so on. Like, let's say there's a really neat arc exotic that's new and it's available during this week through a special quest or something. I mean, are they going to really limit an exotic for I that doesn't that's not like a very bungee thing, though, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying. It's interesting. It's, it's interesting. Well, not, you guys got me so curious now. Like, what the hell is this thing? I, yeah. It, it, you know, for all we know, this could be the returning of faction rallies. And instead of just you farming randomly and stuff, it's which faction can get the most art kills in a week. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, that actually, I mean, it's the best theory I've heard between all of us yet. <laughs> <laughs> it, it could, it just, the thing is, it could literally be everything. What if Arc Week is a celebration of Arc so you can't use it and you have to use everything but Arc for that week? You know, it could literally be anything. It's, yeah. it's, it's so, it's so odd. Yeah, very much in the arbitrary space. Um, yes. To say the absolute least. Absolutely. And I love how they had, didn't even like talk about it anywhere, mention anything. It's just like, it's. <laughs> Pop up out of nowhere. That's like, the, you know that's what they were going for though. It's a talking point for sure. Yeah, they, I'm, I'm like they're looking like, over stuff. I'm like, is it anywhere? Nope. <laughs> it just mm-hmm. it's just so weird. I don't know. I'm excited for uh, Solar Week. You know, <laughs> shout out <laughs> the Solar Week. <laughs> that's shout what I'm. That's what I'm doing. Night, Nighthawks out there, just bam, yeah, bam. for real. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah. And then to wrap it up. Um, the revelry, which is April 16th to May 6th. So I think three weeks is how long that'll be free to Mm -hmm. all players. I will say shout out to the art team, by the way, because they always have to come up with a new color scheme. And once again, they did. And it looks like its own thing. I don't know how they keep doing it. I feel like they would have run out of colors by now, but (laughs) once again, they have its own thing. Um, I can't quite tell too much of what this is going to be. There is one tease in the video of a dude wearing a jacket Mm -hmm. and it says SRL on his jacket. And there's a lot uh, of people wondering if it's even related to this or not. But well, he's wearing an SRL jacket. It could be an old one, and it may mean nothing. But I was like, don't wear the jacket in the video if you're not going to do anything with it. it like, we know it has something to do with the Infinite Force, right? Like, they already confirmed that. Really? Uh, oh, yeah, I, they said they said that we're going back. I think I think it's on this page right here. Oh, uh, Cyrus is perking. What do you say? Infinite Force? Hold on. <laughs> we oh. go, uh, maybe try to look around this page. I believe it says, and, way, and the live event will even take us back into a familiar forest. And then if you look in the Vidoc while they're talking about it, they're clearly in the the Infinite Forest. I, guess that, I, do, I do remember that kind of in the Vidoc. I'm looking yeah. for... Uh, I definitely read that. I don't know where it was. Um, well, I believe you, bro. Like you got. Oh, okay. There we go. See. Uh, wait. I think was that it. Where? Uh, go. Go up a little bit. So I uh, let me. Sorry. Let me go to this page myself. This might be a little <laughs> bit less. I was like, I try and zoom in as much as I can, but you can't, um, can't see it all. So let me. Let me here. Yeah. Let me just jump there real quick. Let me try to find it. Uh, I believe. I, I remember specifically reading that it will be in the the infinite forest. I just don't know. Um, let me keep going. Gosh dang it. All right, keep, let's keep talking. And I'll, if I find it, we'll come back to it. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at Reddit and they're even like, it's a spring event, something like the dawning, and somebody's like related to the Infinite Forest too. And I think just because you said that piece in the Vidoc, like... Oh, here, here it is, here it is, here it is. It's, in, it's the very, very first paragraph on the page you're on. The mm-hmm. first spring event for Destiny will reveal a familiar forest in bloom with fresh loot. 
Interesting. And and if you go in the Vidoc while they are wearing the armor, they are in. They are definitely in the Infinite Forest. Um, just real quick, does this will this program pick up my desktop noise or is it? Yeah, it's not the greatest with it to be honest. <laughs> okay, well I'm not. I, well I'm I'm trying to get it not to do that. Oh yeah, yeah, you'd be fine. If I okay, yeah. Let uh, me know if you guys can hear this. I'm trying to. I want to try to find the the time the video. Yeah, okay. let me know and then I can. Yeah, pull it you up. Find it, I'll switch over to you as well. Just let yeah. me know. Well, I can pull it up. So yeah, I'll just oh. tell them the timestamp. Oh yeah, perfect. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, but yeah, that pretty much covers the general calendar, and then we've got a few updates to just the overall calendar. Obviously, season four is done. So for March and May season, the Drifter, Gambit Private Matches, Power Increase, New Vanity Rewards, New Rank Rewards, Triumph Book, Exotic Quest. Now, there's an Exotic Quest for everybody. There's an Exotic Quest with the Annual Pass. Which one do you guys think is Thorn? Oh, good question. Uh, annual Pass is probably Thorn. Yeah, last they, word, what, yeah, last word was Annual Pass, right? You yeah. You pay that money for that, Thorn. Yeah. <laughs> come up off that DLC cash. <laughs> you go get that. Uh, Timestamp seven seventeen in the Vidoc. All right, cool. Hold that thought. Um, there's a couple shots. You go. Yeah, so that's definitely wait, wait, wait not past. not yet. Go, go right, right, right past that. There. The next frame. There you go. Yeah, definitely the Infinite Forest, and they're wearing the armor sets, and this is where they're talking about it. Yeah, so I mean, again, the color scheme looks like I don't know. The blue, the yellow, the green. It's definitely its own color. The revel. Yeah. yeah. Week two. You're in. Mm -hmm. So revelry. Gonna start your journey. And then that's literally it. They're like the revelry and then week two to talk about Thorn. But I can't tell yep. if those are specific weapons Before to the... it. Uh, no, I think those are the gambit weapons. Yeah, they look like that's Thorn up yeah. there at the top. Yeah. Uh, yeah he's got different. like cloth padding here on his uh, gun. Mm -hmm. But yeah, definitely a spring event, whatever that is. But I think you are right. It's definitely somewhere in the infinite forest. But that worries me though. Like, how similar is it going to be once again to the haunted forest? I've got a lot of faith in Bungie to make this their own thing, mm -hmm. uh, but it's the it's the uncertainty in between that mm -hmm. sometimes can play with your mind a little bit. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm just curious, lore wise. Like, you know, what is that? What is the revelry? Like, what is this about? Like, yeah, absolutely. I'm very curious with that. They mess with Miles Cyrus, man. I don't want, you know, <laughs> coming back looking like he from Woodstock and, you know, all this other stuff going on. <laughs> no disrespect. I love my Egyptian garb, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to see. You know what I'm saying? I, I love that the assets are being used because we all, you know, we, me and E have talked at nauseam about how Mercury is underused. You know what I'm saying? And it's just a big roundabout. <laughs> you can't use your sparrow on. So, um, yeah, let's see how the Infinite Forest goes, you know what I'm saying, and, and see what they do with it. You know, I thought Horror Story was cool, you know, the whole, you know, when they did it for the, uh, what you call it, event. What's the name of the event? I'm blanking on the name of it now. Haunted Forest. Or Haunted uh, Festival of the Lost Festival of the Lost. Yeah, I thought that was cool, you know what I'm saying? I had no problem with that. A little nice little twist on it. But, um, yeah, I'm very, very curious about this revelry thing. See, what, is it, what does that whole thing mean? Do you guys actually want to know what the word revelry means? This will make you laugh. Live, lively and noisy festivities, especially when those involve drinking a large amount of alcohol. Really? That's the definition of revelry. All right, let's go get smashed in the infinite forest, yo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Sounds like a spring event to me. Uh, I want to buy the drifter about four shots and get some stories. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so you guys think Thorn will be annual pass. Then we've got an exotic quest that they've mentioned absolutely nothing about yet. It's got to be. It has to be a new exotic. Give us mm -hmm. new exotics. I hope so. 
I really want new stuff. I am kind of getting tired of old stuff. Yep. Um, that that Rose rumor. Rose hand cannon. That might be the last season from what I heard from that leak a long time ago. Man, enough with the hand cannons. You know? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> where's where's my love for exotic uh, pulses? We haven't had an exotic pulse or an exotic scout since vanilla, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Seriously, it's like there are other gun types, Bungie. Come on. Wait a minute, you guys might be mad. Didn't uh, didn't we hear confirmation that Hawkmoon might be coming back? Well, the, I if they do I don't Hawk give mine okay to many of these I leaks. Love, I love Hawkmoon, so that's the one I'll be like. I'll I, it deal would with be it. cool if they came back, but keep in mind there is that giant leak right before season of the Forge where people said that Ada's name was Gaunt and she was a dude. So I <laughs> I take all of these with a giant grain of salt now. True that. Um, and the, plus that same week said the icebreaker's coming back and the day that happens is the day I, <laughs> I'm out of oh, here, you know, like ne- never touching crucible again. Icebreaker. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I don't put any, any, uh, retail in any of those. I'm hoping it's a new exotic pulse or scout, preferably pulse, mm-hmm. but, uh, we'll have to see, you know, yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. So iron banner, of course will be there. Arc week. We still don't have a freaking clue what that is. Revelry, spring event for annual pass, invitations of the nine, the reckoning, gambit prime, its weapons and gear, private matches, and the allegiance quest. Now, I know we kind of saw this picture before and they kind of talked about Joker's Wild, but how do you guys feel now having seen the full Vidoc, the farther deeper breakdown? Um, how are you guys feeling about this season now? Um I'm I'm, I'm, I'm well, loving it. You go, you matter of fact, guys, Carrie. What what do you feel? Like where are you where are you at? Like I said, I was so I I'm the type of player that loves farming things over and over again. You got you mentioned my reactions. That's because I love sitting there doing the same thing, and then that that reward of of getting something after the 100th time, it's it is the greatest feeling in the world to me. So coming off season of the forge, I wasn't very excited for this season. Mm-hmm. However. Now that I see all this stuff, I man, it looks like so much fun. I'm I'm equally as excited as I was for the season of the Forge, which I think in itself is a huge accomplishment for Bungie. Mm. Um, I'm I'm very excited. I easily an eight or a nine out of ten of excitement for this season for sure. I definitely see why Anthem speaks to you for sure. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're going for that min max and be like, oh. I got the new, oh, I got the new hotness. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Cognito? How are you feeling? Um, Initially, I'll be honest. When I saw the Vidoc, I was like, okay. Because, again, I came in, to, full disclosure, like, Forge wasn't the greatest for me. You know what I'm saying? I told you about my onboarding issue, and then when I finally got to going, I'm like, still got to get his Anami done and stuff like that. I'm towards the tail end. But it wasn't terrible content. It just, like, it was just a different approach from what I'm used to, right? So, you know, I and I thought I just was disappointed lore-wise, especially, right? My whole thing, remember we we launched it and you know, it's like, oh yeah, go to this chick downstairs in the tower. That you know, like what? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was just like, you know, oh, speak to spider, then this random persons in your basement and you go talk to them and it's all been there all this time and okay fine but you know so at the end of the day i felt this is them kind of finding their way experimenting you know me and ee we've talked about this obviously with the other games out right now division and, and anthem you know 
I'll be honest, like I had extreme low expectations coming in for the trip. You know, I just initially thought it was going to be a gambit mode here and there, you know, one other thing. And the thing off the back that I like that it seems to be some lore in this. Right. And that to me is the hook. That's initially what hooked me. I'm like, OK, he's sitting there. He's talking to the shadow person. He's talking to the emissary of the nine. OK, what's going on? And then as we get more information, I'm like, OK, this is a little bit more meaty than I thought it was. You know, obviously, we know there was no raid. You know what I'm saying? I knew no raid. That's another thing I was worried about. How how hefty is this DLC going to be? So, you know, now that we start to look at it, I think for me, what changed me in the direction of Scarrow with excitement is watching the stream he hasn't watched yet. <laughs> the, uh, I'll, the, I'll get there. I'll get there. Don't push me up to I'm, I'm not trying to shame you, bro. It was just so good. Like, it was, no, no, for sure. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. You guys are getting me hyped for it. Yeah, please, man. Those guys, shout out to Destin Gary, you know, those guys, uh, CJ, and, and they had uh, Deej on and, and Lars and, and crew. And when they broke it down, then I was getting excited. Cause I didn't realize, you know, the, 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 the perk sets and the armor sets and the rolls and the red almost- pants. Yeah, the ra- the invader pants, the invader pants <laughs> yeah, man. Like loving all that stuff. So I'm just like, okay, I'm more excited about the quality of life stuff and the lore actually more than the content. Don't get me wrong, reckoning sounds dope. You know what I'm saying? Like Gambit Prime sounds amazing. You know, all this stuff sounds cool. But I'm actually happy about the quality of life stuff and that, and the, and the, and the, and the power surge bounties and all that. So yeah, like this is a pleasant surprise for me. I I, I I'm I'm still. A little cautious because I want to see that once we start, come on, we're all hardcore on this panel, right? Yeah. Once we blaze out, because you know we all gonna blaze out. We're gonna hit the ground running. We're gonna be in that gambit prime. We're still talking about gaming, right? Yeah. (laughs) 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 It's the last word. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, man, hilarious. That was great. Um, You just set it up. I don't even do that stuff. But I was just like, you you just set me up on that. So it's just like, yeah, man, like I'm really, you know, curious just to see that gameplay loop, how long it sustains us, you know, and this new way of handling content. So it, it went up right now. I'm in the the seven, eight round. I want to give it to eight yet. I'm in that seven range now. Before I came in as a four or five, I'm up to a seven. And now I just got to play it. And then I, after we get, you know, entrenched in it, then I'll give you, you know, more of a, a, a feel. But what, what about you? E? Now that, you know, the Vidox are here and information is starting to leak you know where are you at with a season to drift it right now so i was like you i mean we both had been talking about it. i was like this i in my head mm-hmm. and actually sadly i was hoping between anthem and division and everything else going on that gambit would actually be kind of a tamer season yes. mostly just because there's nope. not enough time to do everything yes now i'm like crap Yes. For me, it's the reckoning that actually has me the most appealed. Gambit, really? if I can find yes. Gambit for me is I've played enough solo and don't have a regular group mm-hmm. where the solo playing Gambit is tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reckoning piece, the PvE, the horde mode, that oh, and then yeah. like the invitations quest, the allegiance quests, those pieces, but the reckoning horde, I want to see what that loop feels like. That's the one that had because that's the one thing on all of this. We had no idea that was coming outside of Arc Week, which I still don't have a damn clue. Um, but the, <laughs> the reckoning, the reckoning was their like ace up the sleeve that they dropped and said, "Oh, by the way, it's not just Gambit." And I was like, "Oh, okay, now you got me in- intrigued." Mm-hmm. That was the one that turned me to be like, eh, "Oh, 
that that mm-hmm. turned me up as well. I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of like you. I'm like, I'm on about a seven now. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see how the feel of the loop is. Like, how much gambit do I have to play to go spend that? I'm in reckoning. I know you can. I don't know if you can. They said you can stay in reckoning as long as you want, but I don't know. You have to if you have to have a sense to like start your queue. Like you could. It sounds like you'd spend two hours in there if you want to. Like trying mm-hmm. to get something to work or practicing or something like that. But I don't know, as you said, what the loop is like, how quick the synths come, what the grind is going to be like. Now, my only issue with this is mm-hmm. that the the armor you get in Reckoning doesn't help you in Reckoning. Yep. Yeah. It helps you in Gambit, which is cool yep. to go back and do that. But again, that set bonus and these sets don't help you anywhere else. You could wear the set all the time. You're still going to have your normal perks and stuff like that. But again, this is a tiny, tiny piece that we need more. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, I mean, wow. Thank you, Philip Carter. He filed out Super Chat. He says, I think it's going to be something that we don't expect. It may not have anything to do with any ARC-related thing. Oh, he's talking about the... Uh, ARC Week. ARC Week. Okay, shout out, Philip Carter. That's my guy right there, man. Good good guy. Yeah, this this is... It's, it's interesting, man. Like I said, I mean, I, I'm, I'm getting close to West Carroll. I'm getting close. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just need to see... I need to play it. I need, need it more because, again, Season of the Forge... Uh, let, you know, you said it best. It's with the other games being out, Anthem and Division. I already mentally in my mind assumed this is just going to be light, right? So Destiny is going to be a very casual thing at this point while I do the other two games. And then I'm like, damn it, Destiny. <laughs> like, like, oh, every, like, every time. Like, this is like, I'm going to play this. So now I'm like, Three looter shooters. Here we go. <laughs> like, oh. I'm, I, I'm gonna no life. I'm like literally gonna have no life. Like this was the. It's a fun time as a Destiny fan, but as like any type of content creator, or you know, you're just like, how am I gonna find the time to do? Yup. <laughs> uh, this mm-hmm. is crazy. Yeah. I know we got. You know, we've been talking a long time. We got a little bit of show left for um the other two. But um, yeah, man, like Destiny surprised me. I, I didn't expect. I, I'm like, this is gonna be light. We're gonna get two Gambit maps, and they're gonna call it a day. And <laughs> you know, get Thor. I knew Thorn was coming back, but yeah. I didn't think we were gonna get this level of beef. I didn't. I didn't think it was gonna be beefy. So, you know, we'll see. Shout out to Cali Rex. Warframe is better than Destiny and Anthem. Thank you for your contribution, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got, man. Right, it, it's a fun time. Yeah, so there's one more piece, and mm-hmm. without saying too much on it, we have the final season, but I want Luke Smith to say this part, because... Oh, baby! <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, seriously, before I even say anything, um, shout out to Scarol. I need your face cam for that reaction, so we're going to make that happen at some point. <laughs> uh, but the audio may not come through as well on ILP, but if you guys are watching on Twitch, I'm just going to mm-hmm. let this thing play, crank up the volume to max, and just listen to the words. This is one of the most exciting times. We're beginning to form up the muscles to make Destiny a quick reacting live game. And I can only see it getting better from here. This is just the beginning of a... (laughs) Oh, you guys can't hear anything. That is actually... Hold on, hold on. I was like, I was like, let me give it a second. Maybe... I'll put it back. Hold on. Let me see if I can get you guys to... Yeah, because you know how Hangouts is with the damn audio. It might be a Twitch exclusive. Twitch exclusive. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll tell you guys this. Go to the Vidoc and go to yeah. 750. We'll hit play at the same time. How's that? Yeah. Okay. Okay, 750. Yeah. Give me give me 750. Go for it. Uh, Make sure everybody's ready. 
wait, wait, three, wait, no, actually more than three, two, <laughs> one. Okay, I'll count it Okay, down. we're good, we're good, we're Everybody good. Everybody ready? Go for uh, it. Now I just want to make sure, I'm trying to see, is my sound not coming out? They, they couldn't hear mine. Yeah, or they couldn't hear yours. At no, this point, we I would damn say the damn thing. <laughs> anyway, okay, hold on. Yeah, giant anticlimactic start. Three, yeah. two, one, go. This is one of the most exciting times. We're beginning to form up the muscles to make Destiny a quick reacting live game. And I can only see it getting better from here. This is just the beginning of a conversation that we're going to have with you about where Destiny can you go. To tell right now, the, the team's uh, upstairs uh, testing the season of opulence. <laughs> we're already building plans for how to make the thing comes out. After that, even better. There's work. a thing that comes out after that? Well, oh, what's that one? Until then. Don't worry, guys. You'll suffer. Go check out Gambit Prime. All right, so ILP, and that's one of those things we got to figure out for the podcast for you guys to actually uh, just kind of get the same stream. So yeah. we'll work on that piece later. Um, Luke Smith, I know, Scary, you're about to lose your mind, so say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hold R for now. <laughs> just go play some Gambit Prime. Ah, dude, it's after. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited, guys. I'm so excited. This is going to be the best season of all time fact mm. it's there you just can't so i just mentioned how i love farming the one thing i love more than farming is secrets okay the the reason my channel started to blow up was the whisper of the worm i was one of the first fire teams i, I think i was like i don't want to I, I hate making like broad statements like this i think mm. i was like the first peer person like actually streaming looking for it because mm. i was on destiny subreddit like the secrets the second that post got posted and i was like oh i gotta do this um I love this thing. I've been a huge Call of Duty Zombies fan, like uh, like Easter eggs for the longest time. And this is what they're doing. And I am so excited. I am so incredibly excited. I'm about to lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Break it down, E. My, ch my chat is like, what's going on? <laughs> so basically what we've got is Luke Smith talking about, for one, he dropped the name. That I didn't even expect because yes. of the season of the blank redacted, whatever you want to call it for the longest time season of opulence. Now, once again, bringing up the joys of definitions, opulence is great wealth or luxuriousness. Hell yeah. <laughs> Synonyms, luxuriousness, sumptuousness, lavishness, richness, luxury, yes. luxury, luxuriance, splendor, magnificence, grandeur. Yes. Growth. Back, we going, and it's all in the Leviathan. Yep. Because I mean that's what that is. Big boy is living the life of luxury. So uh but one of my biggest takeaways was for one, Luke Smith being in it, because he's always usually few and far between in these things. Yep, and yep, two, yep. he was saying we're trying to figure out where we take this game. I forget the words because he just said them, but it was like uh, basically is now Bungie owns this thing. Yeah, a Bungie controlled destiny. Bungie controlled destiny. Yep. Yeah. It's like, and to that. see what that looks like. Mm -hmm. And then you have Go. the teases from the other guys as you go at the thing after this. And they're like, wait, there's a thing after this. And all of those pieces were just the teases of stuff to come. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so season of the opulence. We've had the calendar out there for a while. Not a lot of changes. We know the six blade match match made activity is different than the raid, which will be cool. Solstice of heroes. One more exotic quest for everybody. That stuff's going to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, but from that video, looks like you've got the raid, which will be, of course, what everybody waits for. 
mm-hmm. six player match made activity, which looks like they may have teased, but if it's all in the Leviathan, we'll see. Right. But what I want to know cognito from you. And I think we kind of talked about it before. I want each of you just reactions from like what Luke Smith is talking about. What are your guys feelings about the future after just his little, little, little soundbite at the end? Yeah, that, I think I'm glad you mentioned that because I caught that too. My, my eyebrows raised and, you know, Luke's been on the front line and, um, you know, especially during the whole transition between the Activision and Bungie split and, you know, salute to him because I was so proud of him when he, in, in theory, kind of stood up to Activision when, you know, the comments were, hey, you know, we're not happy with the performance of yep. Bungie's Destiny. And, you know, Luke's stuff, he got on the front line and it's not easy to do your bosses, you know, that's your boss at, at, one, at one point. So, you know, he was just like, look, we are extremely proud of Forsaken, you know, and I think it just really resonated with the hardcore base, the fans, and to see him come out, and again, we don't see him much, but to see him be a part of this vidoc and stay a statement like, hey, I'm excited to see what a bungee-led destiny could be. Those are the words we need to hear, right? Though that's what we that's gonna instill confidence in the base. That's gonna get us all riled up, it's gonna galvanize us, you know. And um, you know, we, we got the name drop, you know, the season of opulence, you know, the name sounds cool, you know, and we need, you know, we've talked about it before. He like, we need closure with the Callus story. We need closure. We need to know what's going on, you know, kind of thing. And then, you know, even after the season of the opulence, right? That to me is even the more exciting time because, you know, they're free from the shackles of the Activision release schedule. They're free from, they have full creative control on what they want to do and literally their own destiny. <laughs> so, <laughs> so at this point, it just comes down to, you know, it, it could, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting to see them have, you know, creative control. And I, I am very curious to see where this thing goes. And, you know, I was, I'm going to bring this to Scarrow. I was just going to say like, um, you know, me and Ibantis has had discussions. <laughs> I'm glad you're how- asking him this. Cause I was literally yeah. about to <laughs> listen, the cheetah in the picture. That's how we, we do. know, we know, where we're going. <laughs> we know each other's thoughts and it's like, yeah, man. Like I was going to bring it to you because it's like the way I see it is, you know, this is uncharted territory, right? Yep. So the question I have for you, Scarrow, and again, me and Bonds have, have debated back and forth. We have kind of different schools of thoughts on what should happen. But like from a Activision, you know, less controlled destiny to now Bungie full control, how do you think they should handle destiny post-season of opulence? Should they return to the normal schedule the activision schedule so to speak of a big content drop almost a comet level taken king level forsaken level dlc september ish or that's kind of about what i was thinking and the, or kind of do what he is thinking what he is like look you know take your time you know what i'm saying it's okay like you can go away and then all guns are blazing for d3 maybe in 2020 you know so where are you at with the current state of destiny as far as the future post-season of opulence? All right, so I like this question a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had this discussion with a lot of people um, even before the Activision thing was announced because obviously this year with the annual pass has been incredibly different mm-hmm. and incredibly more consistent than any time in Destiny history. Mm-hmm. Um, I So I actually think it's a mix. So I think the Destiny 3 team, uh, I think they're, they're in hot you know, they're, they're in the studio, they're working already. They're, they're completely separate. They're doing whatever. If, if it was a perfect world for me, mm-hmm. we get 
this is what it, you know. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make some assumptions here, and uh, the, the, it needs to be understood that there's some assumptions. But the, what I want them to do in September, um, I'm assuming there's already a DLC in the works. I want it to be Forsaken size, and I want it to be about Savathun. I want it to wrap up that entire that entire storyline. Um, then, or, or and and start to tease. Uh, the tri- the arrival of the triangle ships and 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 get that into uh, get into gear for Destiny three. I think that's going to be the main Destiny three storyline. Mm-hmm. Then I want an entire new year, so exactly what we have right now again. So uh, another annual pass. Mm-hmm. I am an incredibly big fan of this. There mm-hmm. hasn't. I mean, we've had we've had one drought mm-hmm. in in Black Armory, and it was two weeks long. Mm-hmm. That is incredible. Mm-hmm. That is just unbelievable that mm-hmm. means that we went from Warmind all the way till two weeks ago with content every single week or at least every other week or something always to do something to grind for or i did you know because i i grind for the titles and the triumphs and i have every catalyst and that sort of thing i'm a hardcore i uh, get everything kind of guy i ran out of stuff to do two weeks ago mm. that 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 is that's almost a, an entire year of content that is incredible I want them to continue on with this one big DLC annual pass thing. Um, the only reason I really want one big DLC a year mm-hmm. is because with the annual pass, we don't get a, a, enough story, I think, to justify some of, of the big, uh, big people. You know, if they would have tried to do the Dreaming City storyline, Riven, all that mm-hmm. in in an annual pass expansion like Black Armory or something, I don't think it would have done it justice. I don't think it'll do Triangle Ships justice. I don't think it'll do Savathun justice. These big names, they need their own cinematic campaigns. Preach. Everything else, g- give me content. Give me more. I don't. I don't care about campaigns for for Forge. I don't care about it for Drifter. Give mm-hmm. me stories in terms of activities and these quests. Mm-hmm. Give me stuff to farm for. Get, this is perfect. What we have here: one giant comet-sized DLC in September. Another year of annual pass. Bring on Destiny Three. Keep that same. Well, assuming that they're still, because um, I, I know everyone's like, you know, don't do Destiny Three. Keep everything in Destiny Two. And and I, you know, I I've already come to terms with the fact we're gonna have to start over again. Mm. Um, and and assuming that we have to keep the same exact content rotation for Destiny Three. And I think mm-hmm. um, if they keep do one upping themselves every year, I mm. think the Destiny will will go down in the history books for sure. All right, I'm going to play devil's advocate because I know where he's thinking. <laughs> Again, <laughs> I think I know what he's thinking this time. What about, I'm going to give you a counterpoint. What about, okay. you know, the whole thought process? Again, this is a, this is uncharted territory also, besides the fact they're free from um, Activision. There is serious competition out here, right? We're going to mm-hmm. talk about Anthem. We, we all feel how we feel about it, but it's here. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, we have Division that's coming in March. And, you know, I know it's not for everybody. I know it's a different kind of thing. It's not space magic. <laughs> you know, so I get it. But we have to admit that uh, even, even with Division 1, with the failings towards the end, if you remember the first three months, the player base plummeted, from, right? Yeah, it plummeted. You know what I'm saying? And I, I remember the um, that Destiny player base. That was, I think it was right. I'm going to say post-Taken King is when Division 1 launched maybe like uh, in spring or something. And Destiny was still kind of finding itself because it was a long drought post-taking. Yep. And, um, you know, Division came on like gangbusters. And I remember a lot of streamers and half, literally 80% of my friends list, including Destiny players, leaving Destiny for Division. Now, we do know that they have a lot of content. We'll get into that, you know, a little bit, you know, as far as what's coming. 
you know, the the question is on play devil's advocate because of the climate, it's this competitive space. Like, do you think it's okay for them to kind of like after opulence cook and just all guns are blazing so that D3 is the best possible content it can be? I don't think that would be a good move. I think what they're doing here, I, I think they're using season of the drifter purposely as a buffer, you know, mm -hmm. it's content that not everyone's going to be interested in. I think they put it here very strategically because they knew at least Anthem was coming out at this time. I don't know if at the time that they were developing it, if um, uh, Division would have been announced yet. Mm -hmm. um, but I think this was purposely here as a buffer, and that's why they're hitting us hard with opulence. Mm -hmm. I don't think they can afford... Uh, a, a, another dry season like Taken King that nearly killed us. Um, mm -hmm. I understand, you know, they need to develop the game. If they need to delay it another year, do it. But I think if we have a Forsaken size DLC or hell, mm -hmm. even like a Taken King, you know, something smaller, mm -hmm. I think that is necessary um, mm -hmm. to bridge that gap because, you know, the only thing worse than uh, responding poorly is not responding oh. at all. Um, <laughs> so, one really thing, if, you know, I, I I was originally thinking Anthem was going to be huge competition. It doesn't seem like it's going to be that big now. Um, Division, it, it's very centralized. You know, it has a very polarized fan base. Right. I think the thing that they really need to be worried about, especially with Gearbox um, confirming that they're going to PAX East yeah. this year, is, is Borderlands, <laughs> the next Borderlands installment, yeah. I think is going to be the only thing that can touch the Titan that is Destiny. They're mm. going to take they're going to take hitting, you know, player base hits every now and again. Mm. That's the nature of a live game. They're going to come back the next big expansion. Mm. Uh, a game like Borderlands, I mean, people still play Borderlands 2 every day to this day, and it's seven years old. Like, you know, that that that's that's what I'm scared for in terms of the Destiny of what which I'm looking forward to it too. Don't get me wrong. But as a Destiny fan, uh, I don't fear division taking away player base. I don't fear Anthem taking away player base, at least not for an extended period of time. I think they're fine releasing, especially with how quickly they've been releasing content. And keep in mind, um, you know, Season of Opulence is almost entirely to my understanding, Vicarious Visions working on it anyway. So they've had uh, the, their entire live team freed up for the next DLC, if I understand the inner workings correctly. Um, so I think they're in a really good good place right now. I think they'll, I think they'll roll the, these punches from the Division Anthem are going to roll right off of Destiny. Mm. I think it's going to be really good. Interesting. <laughs> I got a lot to say about it. I got to give it to E because I know E's chopping at the bit right now. <laughs> You're good. You're oh. good. He's ready for attack. Go ahead, E. I'm not attacking anything. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, so my opinion on this whole thing, um, just because this is usually towards the end of each one of these, is I'm kind of with you guys on the fact that it is nice to have the content, but what we've got people that have been burned by Destiny 1 falling mm -hmm. off, people yes. burned by Destiny 2, hardcore in year one, even one of my like closest gaming friends like mm -hmm. did not get Warmind because Osiris was so bad, and mm -hmm. I couldn't even tell him to get it. So you have people that have been burned twice, and then if you keep it as Destiny 2, selling to new people. Forsaken did a lot. Forsaken did a lot to bring it back, but even Activision said it's piece of like, you know what, sales weren't all of what it was expe expecting. Now, their numbers are screwy. We know they're, you know, making gobs and gobs. But we have the Netties 100 million that came in. You mm -hmm. had that as an incentive, but you also have now, shout out to Hoke Law, saying for Bungie to get away from Activision, they paid about $160 million in a couple different ways to break away from Activision and own their rights. So mm -hmm. I was like, after reading that, I was like, or hearing that from uh, Hogue, mm -hmm. 
I know Cognito's sitting there grinning from ear to ear. He's like, you got to be able to pay for it, which is one thing. And that's where I was like, I don't know if the net ease made it possible. I don't know the cash in their coffers. And my big worry <laughs> is every release of Destiny has been rushed. Either Destiny 1 being mm-hmm. revamped like 16 months before and basically not having a great story. Finally come together and Taken King. Then you had Destiny 2, which I don't know if it got remade again, but they broke so many things. And again, this pressure. The fact that they finally have the option not to be on a September schedule yep. gives them flexibility that they've never had before. And my big piece is that I would rather them take the time to build what they need to, whether it's not on this perfect release schedule. What if they did a Taken King style thing, but what if it's in, I don't know, February or March? Or what if they- I just I think you need something in between a supplement. I don't like they're... I don't think the way, especially with how these are, are leaking out content, you know, week after week, I don't think they're built to survive a drought like that. So what do you think if they release like a D3 and they're like, hey, this is like the rumors about the RPGs. They take the time to build on it and they can come back and they go brand new consoles, D3. My only worry is if they don't do that right, the the game is completely done, whatever they do in this next I, year. I agree. So I, that's my so worry is like the give and take between the two. And I know you said like, uh, what Vicarious Visions or High Moon is finishing up Opulence, which is what mm-hmm. they are supposed to be separate. We know D, whatever, you know, if something is September, it probably was in the works. But it was like, they have the flexibility not to. And I'm just like, I've worried on, I don't know if they can hit Forsaken's mark again. If they do Taken King and then Rise of Iron, that's mm. still a very different level of content difference. And if they mm. do Forsaken and Rise of Iron 2, that doesn't live up to the Savathun that you want, is that going to hurt people enough that even like D3 won't matter or, but yeah, as you said, I mean the, the, the cadence makes sense. Finish Savathun. If you can have that type of level, finish that story and then do the space Doritos triangle ships. That's I heard Tefty call them space Doritos once and I laughed my butt off. But yeah, the triangle ships like that makes sense for D3. I just don't know if she's the darkness or whatever, or if they're separate, but it's just my worry of, getting a piece of content that is rushed because everything has felt rushed and they finally have the flexibility. I'd like to see them. So again, I'm torn on the financial and like the cadence side, but again, me, like if, if they took some time off or like had some smaller pieces, what if they did like a year's worth of annual pass and not a forsaken piece, but then D three was like amazing. Yeah. Um, I think so if, if instead of a forsaken piece, they just did four annual pass things, I think that'd be fine. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think that would be that would be more than fine, actually. Um, I think the the really important thing that maybe some people might overlook here is remember, yeah, Destiny Two did seem a little bit unfinished, but remember, it was supposed to come out when the when Rise of Iron did. Rise right. of Iron was never supposed to exist. Right. Um, this right. time, it seems that they've they've given themselves that extra year of development time intentionally. Yeah. You know, it's not. It's not a delay this time around. They're planning on taking it. And I, I have every confidence that, especially after the the response of Destiny 1 and especially Destiny 2, if they need to delay it, they will. Um, but, and, you know, I, I trust them to make all that, all that, those judgment calls. But I also think that, especially with Christopher Barrett and uh, being in the position he is with the live team and being able to, to lead it uh, as as successfully as he has been now, I think they could recover a lot better from that than a year worth of drought with right. the rise of iron. Um, 
I, if, if if what you were going for is instead of a Sabathun DLC, we get a, a fourth annual pass thing. Like, so uh, we get these three and then they release another annual pass and they're like, here's four content drops and that'll hold us over to Destiny 2 or whatever. Yeah. I think that's perfect. Or just, sorry, excuse me, Destiny 3. Yeah. Um, that, that'll that work just as well. We just need content. I don't, I don't think, I think Destiny would take a harder hit from a, a content drought than, than anything Yeah. at this point. Yeah, because yeah. mine before, and Cognito's probably going to correct me, like, the whole four thing in your pass isn't something I'd even said before. Honestly, mine was like, if they flat out took a break with all this stuff duking it out and everything, and then just came back full swinging, I was like, that's kind of my wonders if they literally took the time to just go full on on D3. But, I mean, as you're saying, it's like the time off as well. It's just my debate of, like, the balance between the two. But as you've also mentioned, they have had a pretty good cadence with the live team, which has helped them maintain stability and as you yep. said if you fall off the map and cognito said it too falling completely off the map with all this stuff you worry about mindshare but if you come back completely guns blazing on d3 if they do it right either way what they do before they have oh, oh man i hope d3 is amazing <laughs> oh dude i i have every confidence it will be you know um Bu- bungie is in their swing right now they they've got it mm-hmm. i yeah, yeah. Let me go. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. Let's set, yep. tag me in, coach. Yeah, you're good. Let's go. <laughs> I, will, I will say before you do that, though, shout out to Hogue. $160 million, as Hogue said it, is a hell of a commitment to your own property. No, absolutely. And I, I assume that's why they're doing things like the Eververse bundles next next year. And, you know, it might seem like, oh, Eververse bundles won't cover that. But keep in mind, Activision mm-hmm. made, what, $2 billion mm-hmm. on microtransactions? So and they've already made the edit to the, the uh, Eververse now. That's the big little controversy right now, right, with the prismatic facet yep. right. going away. So they've already shown that, look, we're going to monetize. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and I, to be honest, I'm not even that great. Like, I'm not upset. I'm not mad about it. I'm, I'm supporting not, it. You know, I bought I bought both the things for Crimson Days. I'll continue to do it. Yeah. Now that they're now that I know my money's going to Bungie and not Activision, mm-hmm. I will absolutely support a business that I, I love mm-hmm. and I want to succeed. And I'll encourage yeah. other people to do the same. Yeah, I mean, listen, this is this is interesting time period, you know, and I'm in I'm in actually a little bit on both of your your sides as far as what you think you know as far as i'm with scarrow in the sense that in my opinion they cannot afford to go away you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying they can't because the part where i disagree with you scarrow i think you're seriously underestimating division i think the, the difference with division is that massive has sit sat there and learned from every mistake at least initially based on what's being presented and we'll get into you know, from the division one and that player base is strong. And regardless to how we feel about as destiny fans about that game, you know, boots on the ground, call of duty and rainbow Six Siege type games, they still have a place. You know what I'm saying? Those, those things are still top sellers. And now they're taking from the destiny playbook with raids, with all this stuff, clans. I mean, and they're very extensive improvements. They are looking to play. Yeah. Ball. Here, you know what I'm saying? So I don't anticipate unless they completely botch the launch. Mm-hmm. And thing is completely non-functional, and you know we've got all type of craziness running around. I expect a hit. Now, just like you said, though, every looter shooter is going to get a hit. No one's going to yep. stay consistent in this type of climate. However, you know what I'm saying? Like they're the threat, in my opinion. And then Anthem is still Anthem, right? They still have a chance to improve, regardless to this rough start and the sales. We all agree that all three of us love that game. We love flying around that game. We feel it feels good. It does something unique that the other two do not do. 
right? On some level. So if they improve and we know cataclysms are May, right? What if cataclysms are awesome? <laughs> like what if cataclysms are really cool and then it gets a little base back again? This is all in conjunction with what's going on with Destiny. Now, with this season of Drifter, season of Opulence, sounds good. I think this is good to get people's peaked interest. But in my opinion, you know, the season pass format, I'm not saying it's terrible. I just feel that come, you know, fall of this year, they need something big. Mm -hmm. They need to, to really get people excited. They need another Forsaken. They need something. It, I think it would be crazy not to be in the mind share of, of a base because again, if division divisions continue to put the content, if Anthem continually improves throughout the year and there's no destiny, that that gets a little yep. dicey. Now, I do I do agree with E in this sense though. Like you don't obviously you don't want things rushed, right? You don't want them just to push out something just to make meet meet some specific date, so to speak. When it's ready, it's ready. You know what I'm saying? So that's the cool part of being free from Activision, you know. But at the same time, I think something does have to drop this year. Maybe if it doesn't drop September, if it drops October, they need a little bit more time. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. November, they need to stay away because at the end of the day, Call of Duty is still there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> won't play with Call of Duty. You know what I'm saying? So you want to give that a chance to breathe. So still something end of the year, and then we'll see what happens. Now, I will say this. If they do what you guys say and they continue the annual pass, you know, um, drip feed content, so to speak, I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't be like, okay, you know, oh, this is, you know, completely bad or whatever, whatever. I wouldn't be upset if they did that. You know, just damn well, D3 has to be what it needs to be. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that's all I'm saying. And for me, it's, you know, cross progression, cross play. The next generation consoles will be out in 2020. And um, yeah, you know, so we, we shall see. I mean, me personally, I think they need something strong to end the year off before, you know, um, Destiny 3. But it'll be interesting to see how they handle it, man. This is exciting. This is exciting times to see, you know, three looter shooters out here. You know, and I don't want to disrespect Warframe. Warframe's doing is, is another one, right? You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, it's so many things right now. So we should yeah, see. I think uh, the important thing that we can learn from Anthem though is that if if Division doesn't land this, their mm -hmm. launch perfectly. Um, I, I think people are done with AAA titles launching at ninety five percent. Service, yeah, yeah, that, and yeah. and that's the thing. Like, I you know you mentioned cataclysms and stuff in Anthem, and I I'm really excited for it, and all DLCs free and stuff. But I think especially after this rocky rocky yeah. start, there's only so much of that player base they're getting back. And I think um, if if Division doesn't hit it perfectly, and it doesn't have that end game that everyone wants, that it is currently already in full force in Destiny, yeah. I don't think they'll maintain their player base. Very, which I admittedly. <laughs> I, admittedly i i you know we we didn't really discuss any of this but i'm not a huge division fan i i didn't play <laughs> actually i've never played division <laughs> drop the bomb no no, uh, no it's cool dude because i i played it but i hated division like i am a division hater but like it's so funny to me to, to kind of champion in it a little bit because i didn't like the first one but what i will say just to, not to interrupt you real quick is just that they have addressed every issue in my opinion that was fundamentally wrong with the game mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I'm so i'm sitting there and i'm like okay you know let's see you know and again the end game to me listen at the end what i realize i'll say this last day and i'll give it back to you at the end of the day let's just keep it all the way 100 when it comes to gunplay game mechanics raids no one's touching destiny when destiny's on 
it's it it's the best. That, that's just my opinion. Call me fanboy, call me by that's just how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So again, the vibe I'm getting is like they're literally trying to copy the playbook <laughs> <laughs> over there at Massive. They're like, okay, these guys got raids, and this is what they do, and this is the clear <laughs> cool. You know, they, they're trying to do it in their own little way, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. It's interesting to see, but I know what you're saying about I'll give it back to you in reference to your experience with division. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing is like, I'm a very much an outsider looking in. I, I going into it. I, I don't like third person usually, and I'm not really a huge Ubisoft fan. So the original uh, division, I, I didn't touch. And mm -hmm. then I was, I was, it was one of those games. I was like, Oh, I'll pick it up six months after launch or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and then it got destroyed and I was like, okay, well that turned out exactly like I thought it was going to turn mm -hmm. out. And now here we are again, uh, version two. Uh, mm. You know, I, I will admit I've heard a lot of better better stuff, but nothing in Division has sounded as promising as Anthem. And I mean, Anthem got slaughtered. And, and I mean, you how do you how do you argue with all free DLC? I, that that's the thing that kills me about Anthem is like, I the game mechanics are there, the DLC is there, it, the the dev response is there. I just don't understand why it didn't land. Um, because it's very much a 90% game. You know, there's obviously issues with it, glaring issues, but it's a, it's like a 90 out of 100% game. Um, and if if it didn't land the stick the landing like I thought it was, I just, I mean, the division better have a freaking magic rabbit in its hat, or it's it's not going to land very hard, or it's not going to land very softly. It's going to hit pretty hard. This <laughs> we will revisit this. Actually, I invite you back on. <laughs> let's do it. No, no, no. I'm happy to. I'm happy I'm to. You, man, and let's look at. I'm actually really interested in this because, like I said, I haven't been keeping up with this at all. Mm -hmm. Um, you, you know, a little a little bit of stuff, and and I've read like the basic stuff. That all this new stuff I haven't seen, mm -hmm. and I, you know, I'm not, I'm not again, or uh, you know, I'll admit I was wrong if, if I am, I, and I gladly, and I'll pick up the game and I'll play it and I'll have a hell of fun time. Mm -hmm. But uh, right now, I just. You know, we'll, we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. I see uh, this. It's up on the screen. So, so <laughs> the transition. I was like, we may as well just talk about it. You're in the middle of it anyway. So. I'm in the middle of it, man. It, it, look, man, again, uh, shout out to PD in the chat. You know what I'm saying? He's, uh, he's, he's trying to take credit for converting me into this big division family. <laughs> but look, you know, at the end of the day, they dropped some content and, um, you know, they, they talked about the, the year one pass, which I have up on the screen. They're talking about, obviously, you know, for, I, I listened to the division stream and oh, first of all, I got boys, you got to work on your stream. <laughs> like it, it, It's so technical, but it's not. That's one thing Bungie just does so well. Like it's, so <laughs> it's, it's no Deej did. There's no cool smoking jacket. You know, it's just <laughs> very technical and it, they got to work on making it a little bit more fan friendly. But li I listened to it. And it was really cool in the sense that you know, the way they described it, as you see on the left, you got these three episodes. And the vibe is this, Scar. Like, what they're doing is, okay, you've got DC's been taken over. You've got these three major factions. I, I can't quote me on the names right now. but I all can't of them remember have, those. I only remember yeah, the last they one. Have, they have different play styles. One is like the Jackals or something like that. And the other yeah. one is two other ones, right? They're all vying for control of Washington, D.C. So as you play the story, right, and then as you progress further and then you get towards the end game content, you know what I'm saying? What they're saying is not only do you have strongholds, they're talking about, obviously, we talked about raid. We talked about dedicated PVP. We talk about dark zone, which is that PVE versus PVP kind of mix kind of deal. And then what they mentioned at the year one pass is they're now talking about three story narrative based content drops that are free that continue the story post-launch, right? This is something that they said on stream that they have said that, look, you know, narratively wise, we got killed for that, right? We didn't really 
address things. And then the other thing that they mentioned, which is really cool to me, is the specialization. So pretty much what happens is think of it like, a, you know, when you start off and then you get to max level, then you can kind of pick your subclass, so to speak, specialize. I believe one is kind of like a demolition guy. Then there's, you know, there's another one with um, like this crossbow thing. And then there's a whole certain perk tree set and mid-maxing that you can do for for that for each class for each specialization now with the year one pass what they're talking about is post-release then they're unleashing another three more specializations so again in destiny terms it's the equivalent of three more subclasses that will be released at the at the at the end so you got that you got the classified assignments which will again be story content and then for the first time and shout out to attic i know he's in here he's a big raid guy right one of our biggest critiques with the division was that the end game content was, eh. yeah, let's call it what it is. Incursions were trash. Spade a spade. Yeah, it was, it was trash. First it was one was trash. actually the worst. I heard they did improve a little yeah. bit, but the first one was, yeah. if you want me to describe it quickly for you, okay. um, Scarrow, basically put an APC in an underground large concrete room, and somehow <laughs> you have to try and kill this thing. With <laughs> enemies coming at you. Yeah. It and was just, and it's just like firing missiles in a room. I'm like, outside of all the physics behind the reasons you would die, yeah. it wasn't fun. It wasn't. <laughs> so they took the feedback to heart, you know, and now what they're doing is again, according to the devs, you know, full dedicated raids. Hey, shout out to my boy Eric Streaming. I've had him on Island Podcast. Eric's gaming. I've had him on ILP before. And um, he actually has a great video where he sat down with them and he's a big raid guy. So he's like, Okay, you know, is this gonna be bullet sponge, you know, or are we going to have mechanics? And the devs were very clear. They were like, no, this is going to be mechanic-based. You know what I mean? Eight players. Again, we have to see it, but it sounds exciting. We have to see how it's implemented, but it sounds, you know, pretty cool. So, you know, we got that content, you know, going on. And then, like I said, the Bounties Project, they, they talked about the clan system. You know, there's some really cool features. Very rich, very rich, even to the level of, of Destiny as far as, you know, the whole ranking of your clan members, their dedicated chat rooms per, you know what I'm saying? So they they are coming. <laughs> they are coming. As we know, the uh the the, the open beta is now for it's for free. So Scarrow, you could try it. <laughs> you could check it Maybe out. Maybe I will. Maybe just, I will. Download it's free, man. Just for the weekend, you know. Just, <laughs> spin. It's See, actually it's, free this I'll week, get so. I'll give it a shot for sure, for sure. Yeah. And like I said, at the end of the day, you know, I was impressed just with the level of content. You know, I didn't think that they would have this amount of content. And they also also have dedicated PvP. So for people who don't like the Dark Zone, you know, they have that. And, and then the last thing about Dark Zone, which is something I kind of stayed away from and, you know, I've kind of expressed on this show before. Now, my main reason for staying away from it was because, you know, if you weren't a hardcore player that really had all these high-level gear sets and all these perks, that if you jumped into that game mode, you would get wrecked. And now with the three Dark Zones, and basically they have one roaming occupied dark zone which will retain that level of you know high level guys will be the dominant factor but the rotating one the other two will be normalized so people like us who are casual division players will come in and you it, it's normalized stats almost think think of it as a put like iron banner versus standard crucible right right <laughs> you know what i'm saying so to speak so again they did they, they just seem to be very receptive to the feedback that a lot of the division one players had a lot of people who were kind of on the fence with it. And um, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. So I thought it was cool. You know, it's out right now for those, like I said, want to give it a shot, see what it's about, but they are definitely dedicated to post post launch content. 
as well as um continuing out throughout the year. And they did say raid. So this is raid number one. I believe it's um it's the name of it's like beyond dark or hours or something to that effect. It's and, at an airport. Yeah, it's at everywhere. And um, you know, we gotta see. We gotta see what they do. And uh, I was gonna give it to you guys uh, on that if you guys get a chance, catch that uh that trailer. And they're also doing strongholds, which also surprised me, which is um Basically, the last thing I'll say on this is that, again, once you end the campaign and you gear yourself up, you're getting ready for the end game content. You know, this new faction appears It's called the Black Tusk. They now take over the map. So think of it like the Taken War, so to speak. And now they're in all the missions. You know what I'm saying? So um, that that new faction now, they apparently one of the stronghold missions is going to be infiltrating that faction's base, so to speak. So, um, yeah, man. It's it's pretty cool. I think it's I think they're coming. You know, it's gonna be interesting to see if they can keep it up. And um, E, did you get a chance to uh, watch the trailer at least? I don't know if no, you've been busy for which one for the the one the year one content trailer. I did watch it. Um, it was kind of a brief piece where, mm-hmm. um, so I don't kind of remember every single piece of it. But yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. gotta gotta watch a little bit. They talked about episode one, so it's kind of like picture annual pass part one. Um, that's the DC outskirts where you kind of go more into the suburban areas. Episode two, of course, like the Pentagon is like the structure, of course, for anything related to DC. So the fact that we actually kind of get to go in there seems cool. And then the three seems more open. The specializations, it looks like can't really tell from the picture. This one looks like kind of a heavy machine gun here. I can't tell the other two, but, um, it does seem like they do have a lot. They went more in depth on the specializations and things like that. And again, um, it seems like there's a lot of depth to the game. I mm-hmm. haven't really argued that. Yeah. Um, mine's literally, and probably for anybody, is do you enjoy the feel of the game? If you mm-hmm. enjoy the boots on the ground, if you enjoy the cover shooter, if you enjoy the military feel, the min-maxing RPG, if you want an RPG, like, military shooter, mm-hmm. this is your game. Like, this literally has your name plastered all over it because mm-hmm. this is going to give you the depth, a whole lot of, like, different factions to fe- shoot, different mechanics, like getting advanced in the war fight type stuff when you fight the Black Tusk. Right. Um, it has a lot of stuff to offer. Offer Their annual pass is basically also free like Anthem. So Scarrow there kind of got a same model. Bungie's okay. the only one who's actually charging, which is... <laughs> yeah, it's kind of interesting. The odd one out, which is... Yeah, really no. um, <laughs> but shout out, shout out when you get stuff like uh, Season of the Drifter. Um, I'll pay for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, they're free content as well. Now they have their random, like, okay. So everybody gives Anthem crap because Mm -hmm. of the release launch window and stuff like that. If you want to see what it's like when you pre-order different versions of the division, that's worse. (laughs) Wow. Really? It's no, it's not the release window. It's like, well, some get you early access. Some get you that like, yeah. So say, so this is PVE content, but there's a PVP element to it. Say somebody gets three days early access to something in, in destiny. That would kind of break a lot of things. Mm-hmm. This gives three days early access, and then this says seven day early access for the pre order. Mm-hmm. If you buy this pass, you get early access to new stuff yeah, just for true. paying the extra money. So those are that some of the true. pieces to this that is like kind of gonna. I mean, everybody's making their money in different ways, mm-hmm. but that early access piece just kind of rubs me weird. I wish that wasn't. It is weird. I would agree. They talk about the three specializations being able to be unlocked for early access, guys. Yeah. Those new- yeah, that is a little. It's like they're coming up like, yeah, if you buy Destiny early, you'll get you know those three subclasses. But unlocked. it would be like, I mean, it would be like you know the last. It would be Scourge of the Past. It releases a week early if you paid for the pass. It doesn't. What about, 
Oh, actually, they just talk about the specialization. From my understanding, from my understanding. Well, there's a seven day early access to year one to just the, the narrative episodes. Those are just like okay. But there's like the pre order for at least like some of the, for the actual episodes themselves. You get like three days early access for pre ordering like a version of the game. Mm-hmm. That is true. That so, is true. I mean, those are just weird little tidbits and stuff like that. I mean, the game has a lot to offer, and if they don't pull a Destiny two saying, "Hey, let's figure out everything we learned, throw mm-hmm. it on a bookshelf, and try something new." Mm-hmm. Like that would, if they take the development and learn, but also it's like when you jump in, you play the game. Some mm-hmm. of the things about it are way too, they took like a UI. Mm-hmm. I will say destiny's UI beats both of them hands down. Oh yeah. Divisions and anthems both need some help because division oh, two God, this yeah. time there's so much clicking and like double clicking and like going through six menus for things. And then even like, I forget who said it. You're looking mm-hmm. at your skill trees and you're looking at the menu and you're like, I don't even know which one I have selected because the picture doesn't change. <laughs> wow. So there's certain pieces when it comes to UI elements and stuff like that. But yeah. when it comes to a cover based system, it's one of the best ones I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Um, the feel of it, shooting the guns, the actual psychological piece about the armored enemies feels better. Mm-hmm. because they actually have armor that breaks and then they die really fast as opposed mm-hmm. to bullet spongy crazy things like an anthem when you're shooting an ursix or in destiny when you're shooting a giant ogre it mm-hmm. makes sense that you're probably gonna have to shoot him a few more times when i'm shooting a guy in a bandana he should die. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's one of those things they've actually like i mean they're gonna have some harder enemies yes it's an rpg but i like the armor for the psychological nature of like yes. i have to shoot this guy's armor like 20 times on his hip and then when it finally breaks if i shoot the hip then i can take him down quickly that was one of those things like for me that was like okay that at least makes sense in my head more than yeah, it did before yeah with the hoodie with the right. bat that you you can't kill it <laughs> well i mean like yeah scarrow if you got time this weekend i mean because it is the down week before unless you're trying to grind something else out which is nice they moved the pins out for uh yeah, Destiny Two as well. Um, play it; it's free. I would try. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try it out, dude. I'll try. Yeah, I'll give it know. a couple hours at least. I was yeah, like, absolutely. and I'd actually kind of be curious to get your thoughts. Like, hit us up in our little uh, Twitter DM group afterwards and let us know. I'm surely curious because if you didn't play D1 and you're kind of stepping in, I'm honestly curious what you think of this. Because yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll see what happens. the outside perspective. It would absolutely. be cool to see. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Like I said, for those guys out there, just give it a shot if you want to see what it's about. It's out there, out here in these streets. And that's all I got, man. But uh, what else we got for uh, Anthem before we wrap up? As I know we got uh, some patch notes and stuff going on with uh, with Anthem, right? Yeah, we've had a couple different patches. Um, they've worked on... There's two different sets. This is one of the hot fixes that went out yesterday. So mm-hmm. shout out to, first off, all the guys working on this team. Guys, mm-hmm. gals, everybody putting time into Anthem. And this is where I have more my faith in Bioware. And Ubisoft has supported their games as well. Where the, like They've taken Division 1 from a very, very, very rocky launch and like stuck with it. They have stuck with their games more than anybody else I've seen. Yeah, we'll be soft, man. And that, like, I know Bioware wants to, from what I can see from Ben Irving, Michael Gamble, all those guys out there, Casey Hudson, um, any of those names that I've seen on Twitter, the support and the love for this game, it's real. The passion, you can watch it in every stream. And the only difference is if EA is going to give the money to do it. So that's the one we'll have yeah. to watch and see. They want to, if they get the money to continue to maintain it. And as you said, this is kind of one of the things where you're like, okay, so we get the... You know, we get to see what this next three months looks like. Some mm-hmm. people are wondering, and Scarrow, for you, this may like work a little better because you love the grind for like, oh, I want that next legendary. You may get a legendary, like, you know, jump out of your chair and then jump back in and be like, sweet, and you're good. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but for some, as you get like, you only get one one stronghold in April. The cataclysm does come in May. The grind <clears throat> and the rocky launch for some, this has been questionable, but we're a week from the original launch, two weeks from the early access. So depends on how you want to look at it. Like just the way the loot has been dropping and we've got changes for, this is probably one of the biggest things and this is one thing Destiny has got to do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> items no longer have inscriptions on them that are not appropriate for that specific item. I cannot tell you how many times I get a sniper with hip fire grip on want to throw my game in the bushes. <laughs> and I cannot stand that. I should yeah. not get a, you know, an auto rifle that gives plus shotgun ammo. Like that and that's the type of stuff that was ha- happening in Anthem. Or yep, yep. I get a, you know, a ability gear for my interceptor and it's going to help something that doesn't even make sense. So like there <laughs> there are certain things that they went and they were like, "Okay, quick run through." fix the loot so things are actually correct now they also helped with the crafting materials and there's a couple more things that they have coming um and there's some other fixes in here i I don't know where the other patch notes are so i'm not entirely sure where it's at but the fact that they changed like the way the loot system is dropping due to like feedback from the community in literally like a week Mm -hmm. is like that's damn fast and i just kind of want to get your thoughts on for one, your thoughts on Anthem so, so far, Scarrow, since it sounds like you have been playing it. Two, just your thoughts on where it's been and how you f- do you think the annual pass is going to be, not the annual pass, but the at least Act 1 content. How do you feel about that? Yeah, so, uh, you know, obviously I don't want to be, I, I don't want to have like the 40-minute conversation that everyone's been having about this. You know, <laughs> yeah. pretty much everything's been said. Yeah. Um, it, re- real quickly, I, I am on the side that's enjoying it. Um that being said, even for a grindy player like myself, some of these things are getting a little bit redundant. For instance, the challenge of Valor, after you complete campaign, you have to do 100 public events. Ugh. Hell no, I'm not doing that. Stop it. <laughs> Just get help. You know, like I'm not doing that. Um, I, I very much recognize the complaints with uh, pretty much every encounter of the game is one of like five certain encounters. You have the things where you got to pick stuff up or stand on a certain object or whatever. Mm. I get it. Um, like I said, I'm not naturally a a fan of third person things either. Uh, so that doesn't help, but in terms of the loot system in the game and the combat system, I've actually been very much enjoying it. Um, it's just, you know, I, I, I see the same problems everyone else does. I just, I think it's got a little bit more sticking power with me. I think it's one of those games I'm not going to play every single day like destiny, Mm -hmm. but it'll keep me coming back on a, on a weekly basis, you know, log in for a couple hours every Sunday or something to get uh, the challenge this week or whatever. And the fact I really love, um, things like the there be giants challenge last week where you had five days to get this challenge done. If you didn't do it, tough luck, you don't get the vinyl. I think that's so cool. I love that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of Act 1, uh, I think MTash really put it best, man. I was really excited for it, but it's so far out. And it's it's one of those things like Destiny Vanilla lasted by itself um, a long time because it had the raid, because it had all these things you needed to grind for. But, um, you know, strongholds aren't cutting it. They're just not. They're, they're all right. But I, I think at the end of the day, I personally would rather just go run around free play than do a, a mm-hmm. stronghold, especially with random people, because you're, you're going to be there for hours. Right. Um, in, in terms of, you know, that's the game. I, I, I overall, I give it about a 7.5 out of 10. I, I, you know, that's a very arbitrary ranking system, obviously, but uh, I think that that's a good, maybe an eight, 
uh, depending on the day. Uh, that's that's specifically kind of like the end game. I've spent a lot of time in there. I'm enjoying it. I'm going to keep playing it. Um, but the thing that's really standing out from this game is the dev team. This is incredible, the fact that they've been able to turn around this quickly every time for all these fixes and stuff and uh, that they're so willing to say that they got something wrong and that they'll fix it because we like it better a certain way. Mm. And, um, you know, I, I think uh, once I start getting... Because I only have one legendary maybe a couple i don't remember uh once i start getting into the more crazy uh drops um i think i'll start getting into the part where i really enjoy it but it's when you know i i don't understand the hate for it but i get that i i don't understand for the hate for the game where it is right now but i understand people being um not very happy about new content being so far out yeah 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 i mean um yeah, I think kind of we're pretty much on the same page. I mean, it's like I said, the the the, the potential is there. I mean, it, there's still a fun factor there. There's still a lot of uh, great class synergy. You know, what I mean, that I like the uniquenesses of each of each class and stuff like that. I was with you, you know, when I heard about stuff with the tombs and stuff. They kind of run me the wrong way in reference to that. But um, and yeah, the strongholds. You know, one of them we already had from the um, you know, the the, the prior demo. One is a remix, literally, of the end of the game. You know what I mean? So the strongholds are definitely not something I'm really interested in. You know, for me, it's it's all about cataclysm. What is that? And it, and it's a little disappointing that it's so far out. You know, it's like I, I'm like I didn't think we'd have to wait till May. You yeah. know, cool thing about Anthem for me is kind of what you said, Scott, which is. I actually have fun just going into free play <laughs> and doing what I want to do, you know, that kind of thing. But, um, you know, listen, I mean, this thing, it's a good compliment game to, to, like a, to like a Destiny, so to speak. Like, if you want to get in there, you want to get in a few hours and stuff like that. And I will say this. I do agree with you guys, though. Like, the de this dev team has been amazing as far as like transparency as far as quickness as far as speed you know really being able to implement this stuff as far as the loot the mass works and all that kind of stuff that's great that's the kind of stuff you want to see bungie really adopt you know what i mean because it, it's really really no not much of a delay it, it, it gets back in you and my thing is i just want them to stick with it stick with it man keep putting this stuff out you know and um hopefully if they can just move that schedule up because again May is a long time, you know, you know, once the rest of the community catches up and, you know, they, they beat the tunes and they beat the uh, the main, you know, the campaign, then, you know, I just don't want it to be that low period where it's just like, OK, well, what else do I do? Am I going to do Grandmaster, you know, kind of deal? And then that's it. And then kind of hightail it out because Destiny's content here or Division's content here or what have you. So, you know, that, that that's where I'm at with it. Still a lot of game. You know, I'm going to still give it a shot, you know, as much as I possibly can. And I just want them to support it. That's all. I just keep get bringing out content. Uh, shout out to uh, somebody in the community. I've got to confirm it somewhere. But uh, speculation here is mm -hmm. shout out to PC Gamer um, as of literally right now. What's up? Next week, Zer. <laughs> Forsaken Exotics. Oh, I was meaning to say that. I knew that. Yes. My wow. Nice. When, where was that posted? I just missed it. Yeah, it was, Um, I believe, PC Gamer. Someone sent that to me. Okay. I for completely forgot to mention it during the uh, dessert segment. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That for Finally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a long window. So, like, on that one, seriously, like, mm -hmm. it should have started in, like, Black Armory, personally. Yeah. It's been three months. Yep. Let yeah. the other stuff get going. You don't have to wait another six. 
I mean, yeah, if you get a new release, the old stuff should start coming. Like, yeah, take three months if you can earn them. If you don't, time to catch up. Like, that just seems reasonable. At least have it in his ridiculous randomness. That's for sure. (laughs) I mean, it may not be there for like six weeks, but give it the option is all I'm going for. I need that Zerv video. I need you to wake me up out of sleep. I'm taking my (laughs) mammoth of a computer. If you look up the Dark Base Pro 900 for a case, you know it's not small, and that's going with me to Kansas on the second weekend when the quest starts. So... (laughs) Believe me, I'm doing it this, I just, if my internet doesn't die, <laughs> I literally didn't do my Zer video today because the internet was, had been down all day. And at this point it's useless, so I won't do it today, but yeah. I do have to log in and check and see what he's got. But... Tell me Geobags is available. <laughs> oh. I've been completely unlucky on Warlock Forsaken Exotics. And it's just like, man, I want to know what that feels like. I want to know what, you know, Phoenix Protocol feels like. Like, I, I know none of these things. Two-tail fox, like, n- nothing. Like, I need something, sir. So, yeah, that, that'll be cool, man. So, good breaking news. Yeah, here's the Zer video for the week. The Colony, Peacekeepers, Ooh. Knucklehead Radar, and Claws of Ahamkara. Eh. Eh, I'll go get Cloudly because I don't have it on PC. No. Mm-hmm. So, that, I think, pretty much wraps it up. Um, but yeah, it's like, I mean, I'm kind of with you guys on Anthem. It's something that is honestly got a lot of potential and I'm kind of like with you. I love just, I literally love like going to free play and just roaming. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the part that feels amazing. And that's mm-hmm. the part they need to dive deeper into and give it more. I like the abilities. I kind of like the fun. I love my interceptor, which I'm sorry if I've made anybody on Twitch throw up from motion sickness, <laughs> um, but I love what my interceptor is able to do. Um, it's probably just the worst one to play on stream. Either way, it's kind of, um, it has a really good foundation and it's one of those things I hate saying because that's what we said about Destiny. We're like, this is the game like we love and we're passionate for because it has a, the the framework is there. We just want yeah. more. We need more stuff to do. And that's mm-hmm. just those points where I think uh, EA pushed it too fast. So yeah, <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and fly through one more thing because mm-hmm. I know this has been an insane day. Yes, um, we're going to just scroll through Season of the Drifter. You got the Vidoc, so you guys can go out there and read that. Gambit mm-hmm. Prime, we discussed. We discussed Reaper, Invader, Collector, and Sentry. Those are your four. I just want to make sure we don't miss anything. Reckoning, PvE activity, Lore, Pinnacle PvE, Crazy Gamp. This, this is your little bank thing, I think. Yeah. So you got new weapons and armor. Um, this has got to be a pulse rifle, and I think I like it the most. Mm-hmm. Um, People were pointing out that those gauntlets don't appear to match the armor sets, so they're thinking they're new exotic arm pieces. There's one here? for each class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, so, so the hunt. Yeah. The Titan has one in the bottom left that especially looks really exotic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one piece. Like we don't have any word on. I mean, they they gave too much away. I think in Black Army that here's your exotics, and they all had their. Ones. Yeah. You had to get them. Yeah. I've got to assume there's some exotics and things to earn in this. At least yeah. hopefully so. That will be there. The Power Surge bounties we talked about. Iron Banner will be coming back. Um, mm-hmm. They did. We didn't talk about the Iron Banner burden. Yeah, we didn't talk about the burden. I forgot so about that. So you can yeah. drop your power level basically up to 100 points to give yourself a disadvantage in Iron Banner, but you get kind of like troph- triumphs and things for doing Oh, that. what the hell? Really? That's yes. awesome. Yeah. And versa. Yeah, and, and you can also boost it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I can't wait to mess with that. Yeah, they're, play, they're playing with the power level mechanic in yeah. Iron Banner. Mm-hmm. So that's weird. Um, please let Iron Banner have at least a little more variety than just always control. 
Oh, it does. It does right there say exotic weapons and armor. By the way, so we are okay, good. for sure getting nice. stuff. Nice. Annual pass owners can add more of the best weapons to their collection, mm-hmm. and the pinnacle chase. Oh, didn't even talk about the pinnacles. Oh <laughs> yeah, pinnacles. Yeah, we gotta talk oh, about these guys. Sorry, God. we ain't done yet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, I'm at ten forty eight for my time, but yeah, these guys are definitely getting some late late East Coast hours. So uh, appreciate them sticking with it, and those of you guys still in stream as well. So, uh, which one do you guys want to hit first? Gambit, PvE, or PvP? Uh, do you save the best for last or go with it first? <clears throat> you pick. Let's say you got it first. I'll let you. All pick right, let's you do the Gambit one because that stuff that's gonna be mental. It's gonna be real nutty. Okay, twenty-one percent delirium kills increase this weapon's damage until it is stowed or reloaded. Plus, it has a new perk called Overflow, I think, yep. yeah, where right. it, it's essentially just like Ambitious Assassin, but on steroids. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be incredible. Yeah, that sounds beast. Yeah. I'm yeah. not sure if the ever, other two can live up. So, uh, Cognito, you can take the uh, Crucible one since you're the Crucible guy here. The recluse, yeah, lightweight void sub vice. Look, I like the vice. Vice always got those cool. I do like their models. They're sharp and jagged. Yeah, man. So master of arms perk, man, kills with any weapons improve this weapon's damage for a short time. And they commented about how they know submachines are not in a good place. And um, yeah, man. So they basically giving you this massive massive arm perks, and you can just pull this bad boy out. Depending on whatever weapon you kill, you get more damage for a short time. So, you know, this is gonna be interesting <laughs> to, to, to see if it can actually counter shotguns and sidearms and stuff. So, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to get that 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 quest going, man. Competitive gonna be sweaty again. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> gonna have to grind it out and see if it's worth it. The first, the first review that comes out for this gun is gonna have like a million views, I'm sure. Yeah, well, oh. I have a team ready to hit it up. Don't Woo! worry. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Shout out Scarrow. Follow this yeah. man. Yes, we get you the info. Yeah. Last but not least, the Oxygen SR3. So Dragonfly deals more damage based on the number of precision hits made beforehand. Mm-hmm. So picture a giant ogre, pump him up, and then you may as well just wipe everything that's sitting near him, is what it sounds yeah. like, at least. Um, but it's a scout rifle, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure kind of how I'm feeling about those still. We'll have to see how this one feels. But yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's not another loaded question, where it sounds great in theory, but in practice, it's not that great. Yeah, so. it's like you, I mean, loaded question's one of those like where it's like... I know how to use it. <laughs> I actually like I it. just why would I I never use loaded question because I close right like why you know that's 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 my thing I, I know it. it's you know I've got some functionality for it I've got some, <laughs> I, I trust me I was the same way I couldn't get it to actually knocked out um but again I'm using Luna faction I have a specific build for it and okay uh, yeah, like it, 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 it could be deadly, man. Because I mean, what did be you what, use like during Arc Week, dude? Oh, yeah, I could use, yeah, Arc Week. Arc huh? Week, there we go. <laughs> we have no <laughs> idea what that is. I still don't. That's okay. Yeah, but, yo, real quick, yeah, I know we we crazy late and we're going over, but I it wouldn't be right if I didn't briefly skim through the, the sandbox thing real quick, if you don't mind. Uh, they, yeah, uh, go for it. Where, yeah. where are we looking? I know I'm going to put Scour to sleep, but I, 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 I'm no, dude, you're fine, man. Okay. Bro, I have you, you, you know a sweet us us yes. I, I don't want to call myself a kid because I'm not a kid, but <laughs> as, uh, I I stay up all night. It's whatever, man. <laughs> oh, I stream till two o'clock and I'm 35 years old. So yeah, bro. There, oh well, there you go. You know us gamers, man. Yeah, screw we're, that. It's popping red bull. So 
<laughs> yeah, man. They made some comments about the sandbox changes, upcoming sandbox changes for season of Drifter. So let me switch over to the TWAB. So yeah. That's where this will be. So that's such a nice wallpaper, by the way. The thorn. Oh, I, oh. I love that one. I that so is good. now on on my work computer, on my home computers, everything. <laughs> that is everywhere. that is. Yeah, shout out to the artist up there. Uh, so quick twelve twelve one through when we get there, I'll let you. See. I'm just trying to make sure we don't miss anything. Mm-hmm. So we got everything about season of the drifter. Read it, look at it. Calendar, we know that stuff. The gameplay calendar, prime accessibility. They break down a little deeper on the roles. And the, here, oh, and the colorblind. That's incredible. Yeah, there's a colorblind. Incredible. So incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them for that. That's really cool. I'm sure I'm gonna butcher this. The deuter deuteranopia, mm-hmm. protonopia, and tritonopia. So hitting the colorblind, still making them distinct, which is it's interesting to see this from my perspective to see what they actually would be looking at for the differences. The, this one looks the hardest. The duo trinopia. Yeah, I agree for sure. Because that like these two. Are about mm-hmm. as close as they can get. These finally like the pink, the purple, but yeah, yeah. that one up top. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, we've got the three peaks. So you got uh, Scouty, SMG, LMG. That one looks looks so good. Uh, oh, one thing I really love about it is you can if you see the Soros signia, they've started to like scratch them off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. That's really cool. So like the drifters like rebranded it with yeah, the with the game. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I didn't catch that. Yeah, it's cool. really cool. Nice. And this they said is the first rapid fire machine gun. So bullet hose picture. <laughs> I can't remember the the like one from D one, but it's your first little faster firing for sure. Just pumping out like probably ninety nine in the mag. So. Uh, sandbox. Here we go. Okay, so go for it. Yeah, they just pretty much, uh, this was another surprise for me. They pretty much, you know, they talked about the weapons, obviously, and after the announce of the Pinnacle, they pretty much talk about exotic power weapons, and they're talking about, you know, as far as them being a go-to, and they had a thought process. They basically said, you know, exotics will always have, you know, their unique properties and stuff like that, you know, but they're basically saying that exotics should, you know, should be an expression, but it shouldn't be just the only option, and that a well-rolled legendary power weapon should be able to complete and compete in raw damage with an exotic power weapon. So, so they go on to get into um, grenade launchers. PVE damage increased by 25%. We got reserve ammo increased on most grenade launchers. In most cases, grenade launchers gain three rounds of reserves, but this amount may vary based on the perks you have, field prep, etc. And then magazine perks and mods no longer affect ammo reserves. That was interesting to me. So I said, okay. And then, um, you know, they, they continue to go on as far as the um, rocket launchers. And this one is big in my opinion um pve damage increased by 60 to 65 percent so that's the legendary pve rocket launchers exotic rocket launchers will have their damage tuned separately now this is the big one and cluster bomb we all know if that rocket launcher don't have cluster bomb we sharding it <laughs> so to see the damage yeah, damage reduced by 80, but then they explain they, they're going to explain themselves, and they said the lost damage that was moved to the rocket launcher's main projectile is noted above with the damage increase. That's that 60 to 65 percent. You know what I'm saying? That's to kind of compensate it so they don't want, want cluster bomb to be completely rid- ridiculous. So, um, yeah, they pretty much said it, the same process that rocket launchers were, were too dependent on cluster bombs, like full auto on shotguns. C- cluster bombs would nearly double the damage output of any given rocket. The result was that on a target that all you can get couldn't get 
the cluster bomb impact and detonate. So they pretty much say uh, rocket launchers fell by the wayside pretty harshly. It's very true. By moving most of the damage of cluster bombs into the rocket itself, rocket launchers will now be more reliable and more effective all the way around, especially against aerial targets that cluster bombs would almost never damage. So I just wanted to bring this to you guys. Like, what do you feel about the exotic uh, power slot thought process with these changes? I'll just use Rat King to one phase Riven instead. We'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, Riv, Riv. Oh yeah, Riven. I forgot. Yeah, that was. I was gonna shot. say that's the big one is the cluster bomb Riven strat. That's the one that everyone. Yeah. Does. Well, I mean, you, I'm sure you. Uh, they they might do enough damage anyways, right? Because they increased it by sixty five percent. Cluster bombs still do twenty percent more damage. Um, because it was only reduced by 80, right? So it, we five-manned it with cluster bombs the other day. I'm sure with six six full-power rockets, even after this, you'll you'll still be able to one-phase them. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah. Well, that'll be, a, that'll be a very early test when all this comes out, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but, I mean, grenade launchers, PvE damage, for sure. I like that because, I mean, I'll still... I pulled out Prospector the other day because I was going, like, heavyweight arc singe on a Nightfall just to run something different. Um it still feels like I don't want them nerfing machine guns because they feel powerful. I mean, they feel mm -hmm. OP, honestly. But uh, if they could bring other power weapons up to that, that would be better. So I'm kind of liking this for sure for PvE because the single shot for a rocket launcher hitting like an absolute truck makes sense because, especially as they said, if it's in the air, the cluster bombs don't even make sense and you're not going to want to run it anyway. So there's really no benefit. So this is good. Mm -hmm. Um and the grenade launchers getting a buff by 25%. They basically said grenade launchers with the ammo perks and mods. There were different ones that had different mag like reserves and things like that. So I think they're kind of normalizing that a little better, which will be good. And then if you have reserves, you'll still have a bit more. I mean, I ran Prospector and I had 19 grenades, which mm. is a lot. So I was able to still kill the uh, Warden of Nothing guy at the end pretty much in about six seconds. <laughs> It's it's really weird because the mountaintop, I believe, is the only legendary weapon that a full six-man team can use in one phase every raid boss in the game. So mm -hmm. this is just going to make it even better. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think I think it was uh, tier one ended up one-phasing Insurrection with him, which means, yeah, mountaintop can one-phase every boss, which wow. is incredible. Uh, that's before this change, mind Ooh. you. So... Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> interesting to see those tests come out. Yep, yep. Ooh, yeah, man. Yeah, so I just wanted, I just wanted to throw that in here because no. I'm the sandbox guy. I get excited with stupid little changes like this. I get, I get all excited, ready to test things out once the the patch comes out. And then we got one more piece. And shout out to Hogue again. This is kind of bringing it back to this. The Ooh. Eververse seasonal update is going to be changing things up because Prismatic Matrix is going away. Um, so I just wanted your guys quick thoughts on this of them taking the prismatic matrix away, making them more basically based on silver, their direct purchases. But again, I don't know how it's going to rotate through. Like, what do you guys think about this real quick? Um, so for me, I, I never use prismatic facets and I already get everything, but that's because I play too much of this game. Um, shout out to this guy with 1800 hours in D2. Hey, hey, let's not, let's not talk about that. My mom might be watching this dude. She doesn't need to be knowing that, you know, it's public information. <laughs> yeah. She, <laughs> Just a little more now. It's oh, public record. Man. Um, no, but really like, I, you know, I don't really use them that often. Um, that being said, uh, it is a it's a slippery slope 
But like I said a while ago, I have no problem supporting Bungie, and I actually encourage myself to and, and my friends to as well. Um, so that being said, uh, I, I want to see where this goes. Uh, this is one of those things I can't pass judgment until I see what type of cosmetics they, they offer and if you know what everything's looking like. Um, so I, I'm really going to have to wait to see what it looks like in-game before I pass judgment. What about you, Cognito? Yeah, listen, I mean, this, uh, you know, this is unfortunately sometimes we're getting in an outrage culture and this is like a minor thing to me. You know, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, prismatic fact, you know, facets. It was something I used in the, in the beginning. I don't like I'm kind of like Skyward now. I don't really have to use it. You just get all that stuff through gameplay and now they're getting rid of it. So, you know, people are upset that, OK, now they're introducing, I guess, the silver but to me, that's even better. Like, can't you just direct purchase what you want? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you really just want yeah. something, just go get it. You know, so again, I don't have a problem when it's not gameplay breaking. These are cosmetics. Like, dude, I'm listen, I, I'm Iron Lord Podcast. You know damn well when that Lord's sigil emote came out by the, I'm buying it. <laughs> I don't care how y'all feel. Y'all can judge me, say, oh, I'm doing celebrating loot boxes i it's my money i want to get it <laughs> so again you have the option and again as long as it's not giving you a competitive advantage or doing anything that's going to break gameplay and you know let's be real like what we're learning about this in my opinion is that there were some things that activision probably got a lot of blame for that we're still seeing that this is still bungee <laughs> <laughs> so let's be real now we can't but Okay, let's go. At least we know where it's going now. Exactly. And at the end of the day, man, look, they're on their own, right? You know, again, this is cosmetics. I have no problem supporting a studio that I love, that I've invested thousands upon thousands of hours. If I want to get my little, you know, the little warm up emote they got with the, you know, the 40 had the chicken and the fries, the new one that they got. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to do it. I know I'm going to buy it. Like, again so it's just it's just an option you don't have to do it if you don't want to do it it's cool and it's not game breaking so i'm about supporting the studio that i like hard to argue with that yep, <laughs> i yep. mean i'm the same thing it's like they're cosmetics it's like if you really don't want them don't get them okay. if you really want to spend some money and that's kind of the thing is mm -hmm. as long as most of the stuff from eververse is still earnable in the uh bright engrams or whatever then i'm honestly probably going to be fine so the only difference is they said there are going to be certain cosmetics that are going to be in the bundles each week and honestly mm. if those are more exclusive bundles then hey here's some shaders um a boon and which it's not a boon but you guys know what i'm talking about yeah. and then just the one thing you're buying i'm like if you put something better in there then maybe you'll have a little more incentive to buy it because honestly right now the bundles aren't that big of a deal and at some point i might earn them anyway so but as you guys all said it's going to bungie now <clears throat> it's your choice to support them i've got however many hours between these two games if i'm just like Screw it, I just want to spend 20 bucks on this just because, you know, Bungie, I'll give you a little extra love. Sure. Because I know it's going in their pockets and they have $160 million to try and figure out how to pay. <laughs> and this is one of those ways that they may do it. And I'm honestly okay with that. Because if you don't want to do it, you are never forced and it's not going to change your game. Exactly. And this Agreed, uh, agree. the, last, the last point is that there's some times with the prismatic facet that you miss out on... Um, certain things that you want, whether it be an ornament, like an exotic. I'm a big exotic ornament collector, kind of. Yeah. Especially when it's an exotic I like. Like, I really want specific ones. So, yeah, it's like I said, if they have, you know, my little vigil, vigilance wing, you know, and how I want it or whatever, you know, exotic armor, how I want it, I am picking it up. And give me the option, man. <laughs> so I'm good with that. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I was like, I know it's it was overhyped and stuff like that. 
this email is just kind of hilarious, by the way. Uh, it's really cool. Just going through like all the things. All right, I'm ready to go. <laughs> and you got ornaments for one for malfeasance over here. Just a couple basic things. And, you know, ghosts and ships and all that stuff. It's like, for me, the ships usually don't do it. Now, that yeah. one sparrow right here in the middle. It's right so about sick, man. There. Yeah. Well, that I'm, one. Oh, that, that wings is so, so cool. On one. That's the one and, you're talking about. Let's and they confirmed on uh, Twitter that we're getting an electric guitar emote, which is I'm a, I play electric guitar. And so when we got the acoustic, I was, you know, kind of it was kind of like a tease because <laughs> you know I, I like play guitar on stream and have my guy playing in the background like on the on the screen and it's like it's just not the same but now now it's the same it's mm. about to get real good i'm excited yeah I'm excited man nice and then final piece they did actually extend the time frame if you guys are looking for these big Woo! pins which is good because people complain so much about the rng you have Screw until August. you have until august 31st Hence, they have some kind of date for a future piece of content post-August. Mm -hmm. Maybe. <laughs> basically, that is all of year two. Um, but again, every last time I saw a date of like, oh, this could be then. I was like, and March 5th. Mm -hmm. So, yep, you'll have plenty more time to do that. So eventually, at some point, I've actually got to start shooting some of these eggs that I make videos over every week. <laughs> I literally make the videos and I'm like, hey, it's right down there, as opposed to just recording it. But yeah. <laughs> They have some good bug fixes coming too. Guitars are supposed to get fixed for the Last Wish Petra's run, which thank God people got tired of that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Blindwell matchmaking has actually been an issue off and on for a while, which is good. Um, the Izanagi's burden having some issues and just other certain things actually getting fixed with perks working properly. And come March 5th, this is going to be going live. So we've got a downtime. That's going to be fairly short. Uh, the batch is going to start rolling out at 9 a.m. Pacific, so 11 a.m. And maintenance should conclude at 10 a.m. So you got about maybe an extra hour, maybe not, just depends on how fast. They usually sometimes finish it sooner, but might have an extra hour of downtime, but it's a new season. That's not too surprising. Yeah. yeah Shout out to any of you guys looking to try and finish up anything else, whether it's Nightfall Rank, Valor Rank, Glory, Infamy, Clan. Uh, Prismatic Matrixes will be going away, so use them or lose them. And then the only thing that you are going to lose is ranks. And the only progress on any quests you are going to lose is if you need to hit a certain rank for any of these, you know, quests mm. that you're working on. The quests themselves will stay there. Whether it's, you know, you're working on your breakneck or anything, your status will stay. So don't worry about any of that stuff. But if it says a rank in a season, that's your only piece. Yeah. I just want to address something really quickly. Uh, Silver Spear in Abontis' chat uh, brought up a good point. He said, I thought they were going to find a way to make them easier to obtain, talking about the Dreaming City cosmetics and the Last Wish cosmetics, and they did say that they're uh, revamping those drop rates as well for those things. Nice. Um, yeah. So. Yep. Um, hold on. Yeah. I was like, I know they're looking at that. They've mentioned it for sure. I don't know if it's a... It's... It, it is. It's it's right below. It's uh, at the pin section. If you go back up, it's at the very bottom of it. Okay. Um, uh, right there. Okay. Uh, da, da, da. Oh, maybe, no, maybe it's above it. I definitely read it here. Some titles require the completion of, completion of Destiny badges, yeah, there it is. which are dependent on earning every piece of gear from various destinations. We've been collecting feedback and currently working on a change to drop weight to change to drop weights associated with vanity items in the Dreaming City and the Last Wish Raid. Additionally, we are looking at Braytech weapon schematics, Thousand voices. So they're looking at basically all the things that people cannot seem to get and they're working on making them better. So, you know, 
Braytech Osprey for the rocket launcher from Strange Train like this week may potentially be coming a little quicker. So, yeah, said Fred, if you don't finish Luna's Howl by uh, Tuesday, you get to start that progress over. <laughs> Sorry. <Okay. laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they've added some people to some teams. They got movies of the week. Shout out to True Vanguard and his like six hammer throw kill, which was hilarious. Um, and then a solo one phase infrastructure prime. I don't even know who it is, and he has the channel's actually not that big, but about it's about to get bigger. Wait, how did how did how did this not get movie of the week? Yeah, uh, apparently Van like True Vanguard got it over this guy. Like I don't know. Nah, I don't know about all that. Now I need to, I didn't watch this, but yeah. I'm gonna go watch it. And if it's, it's like legit, a 13 minute video, like I haven't watched it yet either. But I was like, yeah, just the fact that it's like it's there, I'm like, that's impressive work. So uh, yeah, that probably should have been movie of the week. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I gotta watch him. Um. But that pretty much wraps it up, guys. So um, this has been an insane week for everybody. So <laughs> yep. it has been a lot of fun <laughs> to kind of get hyped up again for something that I was actually pretty lackluster about. And honestly, like, I just don't have enough time. <laughs> Life is over. Oh, Destiny got the nerve to be good. Again, <laughs> it's, it's crazy at the wrong moment too. Just when I thought I was going to have time to play something else. Yep. Um, but yeah, honestly, uh, shout out Scarrow. Thank you for jumping in and dealing with my insane schedule today, but it's been a blast having you on. Thank you, sir. Oh, it's been a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. Thanks for, yeah. Thanks for rocking with us. I know we went, we, we tend to go long, but we, Hey like, man, I've been, I've dude. been active all the way to the end. I'm, I don't mind these long conversations. Oh, this is, yeah. I live in this, you know? Yeah, I'm the same way. So it's good to have you appreciate it and, you know, still rock with us, man. And and I know the schedule changed and the boy Bontis, he, he couldn't even, you know, he couldn't control what was going on. So I'm still glad we were able to do it, man, because there was so much going on. The season of Drifter, so much news, you know, and breakdowns. And it's, it's exciting, man. This is exciting, man. So uh, I'm hype. I'm hype. I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? I'll be ready. Come, you know, next week. And uh, we're going to hit that content running, man. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. Um, well, Scarrow, feel free to shout out to everybody we got here in chat still. Uh, just let them know where you're at, what you've been working on, and just kind of, you know, anything you want to throw out there. This that this is your time, so go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm uh, Scarrow9 on YouTube and at Scarrow9 on Twitter. Um, I do all my live streams and all my videos over on YouTube. Uh, I can't top the intro the Lord gave me. But uh, yeah, I do a lot of, uh, you guys probably have seen my exotic ranking videos. They get way too big. Uh, I do five things you don't know about Destiny and all these big series and and all that sort of thing. So if you're interested in learning more about the game that we all love to spend time in, uh, check me out over there. Nice, nice, great stuff, man. Great job. Love the content. Keep it coming, man. Keep. Will do, will do. You guys too, man. Carry on the legacy. Thank you, bro. <laughs> to get it from someone like you, it's an honor, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. We uh, we raise our our, you know, cheetah paw and uh, ninja hand. Yes. <laughs> Here's my chicken egg. <laughs> you and Kate Six would have got along really well. Oh heck, yes, we would. Uh, well, Cognito, let's uh, you could wrap yours up as well. What do you got? What do you got coming this week? I know yeah. last week was uh, big. 
Yeah, last week was big, man. Shout out to everybody that came through. Episode 100, man, was out of control. 100 uh, episodes of Iron Lord Podcast and the, the other crazy lords that I host the, sh- I host the show with. But um, yeah, man, it's 101. It's going to be back. And, and with, with 100, obviously, we made the big announcement. Uh, we launched our, our website. It's uh, lordsofgaming.net. So please check it out. We've got opinion pieces. We've got walkthroughs. The Ibantis has a walkthrough up there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Of his uh, a solo, which you call it uh please not the shattered but the um ascendant challenge so um yeah man check us out we, we definitely try to get it in, into the media space so it's really cool this week uh we will have another podcast guest a little podcast invasion we will have the four guys with quarters a great podcast we will be on sunday 1 p.m eastern on the iron law podcast youtube channel please check us out as you already know ilp youtube also hosts the last word podcast with my man ebontis you know <laughs> so we're talking that looter shooter talking uh we got a lot, a lot of a lot of content also coming man uh king right now he's doing this thing called the king of statues that's every wednesday at uh 7 a.m he puts them out and pretty much this man goes through his man cave of like one by ten scale marvel statues and they're amazing like like i don't know how he has all these statues <laughs> they're pretty amazing so check that out like i said check out the iron law podcast youtube channel when you can and this sunday will be a fun show we're going to talk a lot about what's going on rumors of borderlands being possibly announced at pax you know halo infinite reboot we're going to talk a little looter shooter stuff as well so please check us out and support if you have a chance absolutely uh, and then me, uh, if you guys don't know me, I'd be surprised by now because we say this every week. But <laughs> you guys know where to find me. It's youtube.com slash Ibantis. If you guys aren't watching me on Twitch and you guys are over on uh, Iron Lord's podcast, it's Ibantis everywhere. Nice thing about having a weird name, it's yours. <laughs> so <laughs> E-B-O-N-T-I-S. If you Google it, you'll find me pretty much everywhere I'm at. Um, and I have a piece for some of you guys that are watching. I am... I got honored enough to be a guest coming up on Destiny Community Podcast. Good job, dude. Nice. DC. That that will be on Thursday, March 7th. And being as they all have their face cameras and stuff, that's going to be my reveal is on there. Oh, we get the face. Face is going to be live finally. So I actually probably got to shave up for that one. Maybe get a haircut. You know, the base. Sexy get a nice bow tie, you know? Oh, oh my God. I don't even know what they would do. <laughs> so that one is going to be a lot of fun talking with those guys. It's going to be really cool. Just because, I mean, they're big people in the community and just hats off to all of them. They're all really cool and they have their own pieces to them. So I'm just very honored to have a chance to get in there. So. That one is really cool. Um, and then outside of that, it's I have another thing coming up, uh, potentially that I can't really say too much about. So just stay tuned. You might, let's just say, you might see me in some different places. Mm-hmm. And then uh, other than that, that's pretty much all I got. So just stay tuned. If you guys don't follow me on Twitter, that is probably the best place as well outside of YouTube. I do try and post up on my community feed, but uh, yeah. DCP next week. Come on, guys. Hype it up in there next week. I want to see all you guys in there. So DCP live Thursday night, pretty much right now, but yesterday. <laughs> I'm not going to let you speed past that. Like, that's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? And to see your growth and to see you to continue with the consistency, you know, it's really, really cool. You know, and like I said, uh, Scarrow, if you don't know the history, you know, my first Guardian Con is when I actually met Ibantis in the flesh. 
And I'm like, this kid knows his destiny, man. Like we would just talked and we chopped it up. And just to see his progression and to like to be on DCP, which is one of my favorites, you know, podcasts uh, in the Destiny space, is it, I'm gonna be like a proud dad. I'm sitting there, I'm gonna feed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he made it. <laughs> yeah, knock it out of the park, dude. Congrats for sure. I, like, I, I hope so. I'm honestly just gonna be nervous talking to all those guys out there. So it's uh it's one of those things that'll be very, very much I'll just be uh <laughs> trying not to blush and be humbled the whole time. So it's crazy. <laughs> all those guys, great group of guys. Everybody knows them. You know what I mean? So Seriously, it just, yeah, it's like they're, they're all awesome. Yeah. To see you recognize is really cool. So definitely going to be a front row camera. <laughs> Go get them. <laughs> yeah. So I got my, uh, Elgato key light. I'll got to green screen. I'm all set up. So, yep. We ready. So that is, that is next week. So yeah, Thursday, as soon as it comes up on Twitter, I'm going to be copying and putting that everything where, so I'm waiting for uh, po- uh, Pope to send that thing out. But yeah, he said it at the end of chat. So we actually said it out there, but yeah, the waiting for the picture. I'm honestly waiting because the artist who does all of their work, Ash, oh, um, I'm honestly just waiting to see what she does because between the cheetah and so there's one thing that Scaro, you may not know. There's been some comments on my channel and it's kind of one of those things that's been a joke. Most people have said during my videos and stuff that I'm always like very calm and collected during like chaos. And then somebody basically said they like thought I was kind of like the Bob Ross of destiny. Oh, so there's kind of a joke going in there. So I've like a couple different things. I was trying to figure out I'm working with her to figure out what to do, but that's kind of like a joke and I've kind of, kind of stuck with it. It's like one of those that it's just, it makes some sense, but it's been uh, kind of crazy. So We'll see it, but yeah, I was like, I've had that comment like more than once on very far separate occasions, and it just yes. made me. And also, one was like ASMR. I'm like, I can't stand my own voice, but if you guys like it, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those where like nobody can stand their own voice. So, exactly. and shout out to Havoc guys, by the way. Recently, um, just another tier one sub gifted to the Iron Lords podcast. Oh, so, guess oh. what? You Thank are you. now a sub to my channel. Uh, you should have done that first, but that's on you. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Havoc recently. Huge supporter of the channel. Gift and subs basically to everybody out there. So huge Good. love out there to Havoc in my chat. Um, but yeah, it's Ibantas everywhere. Big one, guys. Scarrell, you have been amazing. So I just want to shout out to you and say thank you for being here. It's yes. an insanely overly long, long point flashpoint. Um, mm-hmm. But I will go ahead and say this is Ibantas and... Cognito and Scarrow and Scarrow, let's give you the last word tonight. Say it out. Uh, boom. Thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, it's been the last word. Peace. Peace.